everyone. Welcome to another episode of Family Records. My name is Matt Rodolfi, and with me, as always, is my brother from another mother, whose mother's brother is my father. Uh, did Blake. you get that right? <laughs> mother's, I think I did. I not bad. <laughs> his mother's brother mother's is... brother is my father. Okay, okay, we All got right. it. Anyways, I'm Blake Sweet. Blake Sweet, welcome, Blake. <laughs> How you doing, dude? Doing pretty good. How about you? Not bad. I mean, you know, my boss is a real prick. Yeah, like, I heard. I've heard all bad things. <laughs> I've heard all bad things. I've heard from my employees that their boss is kind of a prick, too. What do you think about that, Mikey? Yeah, my boss is. <laughs> some, my boss is a prick. Yeah, it's a special day. Mikey's here. Hi, hello, everybody. Yeah, that's real special. And, like, I guess it'd be 75% of the time when Mikey is here, it means we have a special guest in the studio. It does, and we have um, a familial guest again. We've broken off from all the friends coming on, and we want to share some more of our own personal family stories. You want to yeah, give an introduction? Yeah, So you just had to have your mom on the show, so I figured I'd come <laughs> back, and we've got my dad, Eric Sweet. How you doing? Good. How are you guys? I thought doing it was good. Eric Paul Sweet. Oh, it is Eric Paul Sweet. That's, that's integral, isn't it? I mean, Mish has gotten my kids all calling you Eric Paul Sweet. Yeah, all the nephews. <laughs> you got the whole family. The whole family, yeah. Yeah, when I first met you, for the longest time when I thought of you, I'd think Eric Paul. <laughs> <laughs> because Ellis would always be like, Eric Paul, Eric Paul. So well, if you think that's bad, Matthew used to think that Eric and Paul were separate people. <laughs> yeah, that's a story. I mean, we never told that story. Go ahead. Eric, you're the perfect person to be on here to share that story. Well, I, I heard you giving Blake a bad time about the the hairy face. So I had a um, <laughs> so I had a real thick goatee at one time, and then uh, Matthew was probably I don't know four years old, four or five years old, maybe Ellis's age, and uh, just young enough that I only have hazy memories of it. Right. So I was driving. I was driving uh, somebody else's truck. I pulled up, and I had just shaved my goatee off. <laughs> and uh, yeah, Matthew came out. So we thought it was, it was always fun to make fun of Matthew. So um, can't imagine why. I know it was great. <laughs> uh, but anyway, so yeah, we came out of the came out of the truck, and Matthew like introduced himself to me, and so then I said that I was uh, my name was Paul, and I was Eric's twin bro twin brother. And then Matthew was was grabbed my hand. He's like, "Oh, let me show you my room. I'd only been in there like a hundred times. Let me show you my favorite toys." And so it was fun. We had fun with it for a long time. Uh, can I ask you a question about that? Sure. Uh, were you impressed by any of my toys? Uh, the Power to... Rangers. You had a pretty good collection. Hell yeah, that's right. All right. <laughs> they go along with the sheets. <laughs> yeah, they did match the sheets. That's oh, true. I don't know. You, you always had a lot of yellow, you know, yellow spots around the. Oh, Power that Rangers was that guy. Sheets. I just oh. really like that Ranger. That's all. <laughs> Had you heard that story about uh, Eric's brother, Paul, Blake, Mikey? No. I know you have. Yes, I've heard the story, <laughs> I don't know man. why. You haven't heard that really? I heard that so many times in my life. <laughs> and it's now finally on the podcast. Well, like everybody who, meets, or everybody who meets the family has to hear the story. Oh, God. Especially we, if they know you. Well, there's so many stories. That's why we started this podcast. They're kind of unending. Oh, yeah, for yeah. sure. Um, at this point, anyone in the family can tell them, even the people who weren't there. <laughs> Yeah, I hear it like Chelsea knows them better than me. Sometimes she'll remember it and be like, what are you talking about? Like, you know, that's it. like, that was my life. How does she remember it better than I do? And then we go up there and Mish is like, yeah, that's right. Cool. All right. Thanks. Anyways, um, we're really excited to have you, Eric. Thanks for coming on. Absolutely. Um, I can't wait to hear all these fantastic stories about Blake. And actually, I'm really curious about my dad. 
Because you know my dad when he was young and dumb. <laughs> well, not and I don't that know young. if you've heard, he's a Buddhist now. We announced that on our last, <laughs> on one of our episodes. So, <laughs> No, I do think all the teasing you all those years, though, was probably what started your two, Blake and that Matt's relationship of off. Because you were the you were the jokester older cousin that was yeah. always pranking uh, Blake. And I think it was because of all the pranks and stuff we played on you, I think it was that, revenge. And that well, makes and total sense, all we, your teasing going into the family records and... Well, and we have established that too on the show that that's we take teasing in our family to a whole new level. And yeah, you were <laughs> we kind really of the one do. that started that. <laughs> well, there was a handful like you, Uncle Mike, Uncle Robert was a was big on that did too. You, right? When you and my dad like met and started seeing each other more often, did you both jump into that? Did you both just have that kind of similar? Like, yeah, I don't know what the word would be. That, that yeah, there's like a sense of humor. Yeah, and uh, and. Yeah, it was real easy. It was real easy to, to prank each other, but also uh, uh, pretty competitive. So, uh, yeah, everything everything with with us Gen X, you guys are millennials, or you know sitting around. But no Gen X, we were we sure. were competitive. Everything was a competition. Everything was was uh, one and up one up each other, and so it was a lot of fun. And who won more? Well, I did. Oh, naturally, <laughs> of course. You know, now I, when we have Mike, Mike the on the show, we got to see if he answers the same way. I can say it louder than Mike. Mike's a soft talker. He is. A, he is. A, Everything's a competition. It is. He is a soft talker. He just kind of like whispers out the side of his mustache. Uh, he's, I get that all the time. People be like, "You sound just like your father on the phone," except I can kind of understand you a little better. I get that a lot from customers. Like, oh, that's cool. It is kind of funny though. You guys have talked to mustaches that that between your dad, so Mike, Blake, myself, Uncle Manuel, great mustaches in the family. <laughs> and then you. I mean, that's a, hey, well, hey. No, no, it's worse than that because it's not like on my mom's side, no one grew body hair. My, I mean, you, you've probably you've met Tommy and Tommy, yeah, like they're yeah, the yeah, Tommy. big old thick yep. mustaches. I just say, oh, punk, Romeo. So it's just that, that one strain of the Hispanic side that <laughs> came through in me. Sarah grows more hair on her lip than I do. <laughs> no, not Sarah. Now, hey, hey, does anybody else in the family, though, can they twirl their mustache? Yeah, I think you might have that question. market cornered. I have so little hair that it actually ends, and I can twirl it up if I want to. <laughs> I've actually gotten to this point. I'm just, I've been growing it just to see because it's COVID, right? And masks, and no one's going to see it. So I'm curious what my mustache would look like long and it's kind of getting a root and tootiness to it i don't know if you notice like kind of goes down and goes out but uh yeah it's fun i think because my hair ends it just gets long it does that kind of like salvador dali thing i think it's just because you haven't had to trim it yet <sighs> don't, you're always making fun of me uncle eric <laughs> yeah i tried the whole growing everything out and seeing where it goes but i gave up when my hair turned into a mullet <laughs> what about you mikey When's the last time you had a mustache? Um, I don't know. This morning. This morning. <laughs> yeah, seriously. You'll have no one, another one tomorrow Surrounded morning. Surrounded by <laughs> everyone that can grow hair. I hate. It's not that great, man. I don't like how much I have to like cut this. Day in my life, brother. You would appreciate it. Yeah. Yeah, Mikey, that's just that's why I keep it full. Yeah. I can't do that. The I it I takes cut less my, maintenance. Yeah, but I keep I cut my beard as soon as I have to like strategically eat so as not to get food all up in my. Oh, dude, you just get the food all up in there. Oh, no. I oh yeah. That. Save Ew. it for later. It feels. That's the hardest part of gross. having like a slightly longer mustache is the amount of times it gets in my mouth. 
I'm like not used to that. Oh, dude, just be lucky yours doesn't grow down over your upper lip. <laughs> well, it's, My- it starts to, but because I have no hair, it just kind of goes down the side now. <laughs> <laughs> why, why, do you remember why you shaved your mustache, Eric? That day, that fateful day? Yeah, I think we were eating corn on the cob. And you were like, Again, we, "There's no good way to eat corn on the corn cob." Corn on the in cob outweighs without, looking good without a good, yeah. yeah. Got a good it. Mustache. Got it. Got it. <laughs> you have to roll it down because if you roll it up, it all goes into the. You know, oh, the so I mean, you had the whole goatee. Yeah, no. So either way, right? So Mike, you would say that's about the point where you need to shave the mustache, right? Yeah, just get rid of it, man. <laughs> the moment you have to start changing the way you eat corn on the cob. <laughs> <laughs> What's the best way for eating it sideways? Has anyone tried to do it oblong wise? Uh, I no mean, guy that I know. <laughs> Mikey? I, I've never tried. I never thought to try. I, okay. The next time I eat corn on the cob. I don't really ever eat corn on the cob. But when I was marching drum corps, we were in uh, Iowa, out in the middle of nowhere. You know, if you guys ever, you've lived out that way. Like there's a lot of states you just drive through and it's just corn for miles and you don't even know which state you're in. We were there, and the whole town of 300 people came out to watch us rehearse one day, and they just barbecued for us, brought us a bunch of food because it was just a big event because it was this tiny town in Iowa, and they brought us a bunch of local corn, and it was the best corn I've ever had in my entire life. I didn't have to butter it or anything, and it was amazing, and I dream about it sometimes. It was that good. (laughs) So what you're saying is we've got to find an Iowa bourbon. Oh, you think that's extra? Well, I'm sure the corn they use for all these Kentucky bourbons probably quality corn. Oh, I'm I don't sure. know if it's California corn. Well, you're well, an agricultural guy. Do you know anything about where the cal- the corn comes from that we're getting here? No. No? All right. Yeah, cattle. <laughs> Brentwood. Brentwood. Yeah, that, that makes sense. Well, like the California... Jason, my stepdad from Nebraska, used to complain about our corns taste like crap. Every get, He'd get like the Omaha steaks delivered, and then he would get local corn, and he just hated the taste. He just, I mean, he ate it nonstop because he's Nebraskan. But I didn't know what he was talking about until I was out in Iowa and had this amazing corn yeah dumb story there you go i shared it with you <laughs> you get to have that should we get to our bourbon you're looking I at me we like should. we should get to our bourbon all right what are we drinking tonight blake all right well you're the one that bought the bottle well, um, so this is <laughs> your right. whole thing bro so we have clyde may's straight bourbon whiskey from Koneka ridge distillery Oh, I don't know. It's spelled weird. Let me see. It's, yeah. Oh, yeah. Right. I have no idea. It says USA. Should have looked that up a little. I couldn't. Couldn't. Can't. Can I'm. I'm done. It's called Clyde Mays Straight <laughs> Bourbon Whiskey. It looks fun. Uh, on the side, I, I don't know if you had this pulled up, but it says he used to make moonshine. Um, in. Now he makes them in hand-built copper stills. He now makes bourbon. I don't know why. Now the moonshine's not illegal anymore. Why you would switch over to bourbon, I guess it's just not as Yo, lucrative. Yeah, does it say Conecum Ridge? Conecum? Conecum. No. What state? It doesn't say. Distillery USA? <laughs> um, Is it Conecum? This is riveting audio, so by the it way, is guys. A, it is an Alabama... Ah. Distillery. Uh, Fun. But it looks the nice. The ingredients it's, are sourced from Kentucky. It's got a cool color. I mean, it's a little, not murky. That's not the word. It's like a it's little just, richer in color. Yeah. 
Well, shall we try it? It's probably nice and icy. Uh, Eric is drinking neat to show us how more manly he is than all of us. So, cheers. Just so you know, it didn't go unnoticed. Cheers. Cheers. <laughs> cheers. So is there a special way to. Do you have like a whole? Well, there is no. We're not that fancy. Swirl no, I want to know how. Yeah, how fancy it. are you guys as you're doing this? You're supposed to swirl. You're it. sophisticated. Apparently, the legs mean lift something. Your pinky. Yeah, lift there you the go. Pinky. That's key. You've got to talk very. I, I don't know. I don't do a good posh voice. Oh, that's the bourbon there. Yeah, the squats goes. An excellent yeah. Indubitably, my yes. friend. Oh. I think that's the only way. So, so my generation does it a little bit different. Oh yeah. Smell it. <laughs> Can I get another taste? <laughs> I, would, I, would, I would like a. I didn't quite get that one. Eric's just like Eric just down to sipping bourbon. Clay, give me another one. I'm drinking with children. <laughs> All right, here we go. Clay, yeah. You really want another one? Eric's gonna party tonight, guys. <laughs> I hope you can make no, the just, walk home. Again, again, it's just my generation does things a little different than you guys. <laughs> oh, man. Okay. Well, our generation doesn't get plastered as much, I guess. <laughs> I guess not. I don't well, know, dude. Well, Who are you I, hanging out with? I think our generation got plastered too much, and that's why we sip our liquor now. Uh, maybe. Maybe. <laughs> too much marijuana. No, you guys had marijuana. Is there such thing no, as we didn't too have much? that. <laughs> that started in the sixties. It stopped in the you know sixties and seventies, and it stopped in the you know mid mid to late eighties. My son's here. So. Yeah. Everyone was doing cocaine <laughs> at that point. Well, it's good. I don't, yeah, I like it. I don't really taste no, anything specific. I really don't. It just tastes like a. Yeah, I mean, it tastes like a nice bourbon. Yeah, like a nice makers. Doesn't yeah, like a similarity to make, makers, makers with, but with a little bit less of a bite, a little bit stronger flavor. Mikey, do it my way, Mikey. Yeah, down I, it. Down then it. You'll know. Then you'll do know. It. No, I, 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 you Mikey, I have ice taste. in the glass. It'll spill everywhere. No, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't. I don't know. I don't taste anything. There's this thing we try and do the pretentious thing, which is to guess all the flavors and aromas that are in it, and. We're just bad at it. There's not really any rhyme or reason, I don't think. I'm going to go with caramel and vanilla just because we haven't had a bourbon that doesn't have caramel and vanilla notes. Now that you so, say caramel and vanilla, by the way, it tastes like caramel and vanilla. I, th I think it should be more about what you chase. Maybe your tasting should be more what you chase it with. What does the chaser taste like? Uh, I don't know. What does yours taste like? Maui Waui? It tastes like Maui from <laughs> Altamont Brew. Shout out to Altamont Brewery. Oh, yeah. One of the best breweries in the Bay Area. Seriously. It's so cool, too, because it's, I mean, it started off as just this little hole-in-the-wall place. Yeah, I and remember hearing about it when it was a hole-in-the-wall. Well, I heard a lot about it from you. Well, <laughs> now it's a whole thing. Eric's it, the super fan. They can their own beer. They distribute it all over the place. Yeah, that's They're cool. on tap at A's and Giants games. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, yeah. it's it's good. Good beer too. Oh, for sure. Yeah, fun atmosphere. No, it's a good place. So June fifteenth, I believe, when the mask mandate comes off, they get to open up again to have people inside. So, oh, nice. Oh, it's gonna be so much fun. To it. Yeah, it's weird. Restaurants can kind of start to doing that, but the bars still. Excuse me. That's like a thing. We went to Cattleman's out the other night, and like, you couldn't walk up to the bar and order anything. Hmm. You had to like go hmm. sit down with the waiter, but like, there's partitions, so you're just next to people. Yeah, I heard San weird. Francisco just made it or just allowed people to start drinking standing at the bar again that's cool 
That's so, yeah. kind of nice to get back to normal. But I don't know, Blake. What do you think is in this? Do you do you have the notes? Uh, I do have the notes because I don't even want to. I don't know uh, what to guess. What What was the tasting notes on the few? Tangy. Yeah, we tried one that yeah, it was just Tasty. all adjectives. <laughs> it was such BS. It was like, it was like enjoyable. <laughs> okay. Cool. All right. It wasn't. I didn't even like that one. No, that was yeah, the worst, worst bourbon we tried. I, t- <laughs> I taste uh, sparkly. The, the that... feeling of a mint on the pillow. Sparkling? Sparkly. You t- do you taste the magic sparkly. of friendship, Mikey? I taste the magic. <laughs> I taste sunshine and rainbows. <laughs> How much did the bottle cost? Does it taste uh, like what it cost? Yeah, about so. Okay. Yeah, it was, uh, what did I pay? It was a 40-something dollar bottle. Nice. You know, we really only get bottles when people are on because we have like a whole box over there. Want smaller ones for me and Blake when it's just us. But uh, it's fun to get the bottle because then you can keep drinking it. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> we just got a little tiny like uh, sample to share with four people. It's not really very fun. Ellis will enjoy all of your leftovers uh, when he gets sure. to the teenage years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> He'll find your stash of all these. Uh, I'll just leave drink the bottles. I'll leave the whiskey. crappy ones kind of <laughs> over to the side, unlocked. Yeah, that way he's not taking the good stuff. Yeah, you gotta have just a bottle of Jim Beam. Just <laughs> <laughs> well, you don't just, touch this one. This is my good way. stuff. <laughs> you just take you just take a uh, all your empty bottles and fill them all halfway with Jim Beam. And then he'll think that they're all the same, and he'll be like, "This whiskey's <laughs> they all taste the same." I saw a story online the other day this uh chick was talking about how like she went over to the parent her parents house in quarantine because they have a bar that no one ever touches and she took a like full bottle of vodka back home because she was going to drink it because it's quarantine she's just getting drunk and she cracked it open started drinking it it was water and as she's drinking it she realized that like seven years ago when she was in high school they stole the bottle of vodka from her parents and drank it all and then refilled it with water because she knew it they don't really go into the bar and then put it back. <laughs> she played herself years later. That's pretty good. That was pretty pretty fun. Um, I don't know, Blake. Tell us what we got. All right. I don't. I don't believe. I already don't believe it. it it's good. It's a yeah. good. Like, oh, it's very neutral good. whiskey. So on the nose is apples, it's blackberry, apples. and peaches. Yes. Uh, juxtaposed SAT word in these tasting notes. Oh man. Against some fancy heavy stuff. molasses and brown sugar. I uh maybe guess, uh, maybe a little what bit. What was brown the baldy dash word again? Sozzle? No, what what did you <laughs> oh, have in yeah. there? Juxtaposed. <laughs> okay. Yeah, that's that'll be on a card sometime. Yeah, that'll be on one of the baldy dash cards. It uh, sounds like a name. Eric, did you taste any of that? <laughs> I did. I tasted it twice now. <laughs> It'll be a third time in a minute. <laughs> and then the show will get funnier. Yeah. yeah. Relax a little bit more. It really does. It doesn't get fun till after the bourbon, the whiskey starts getting drunk. Yeah, well, I mean, it's a little drunk fun before, drank. but drank, drunk, 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 yeah. drink, drunk, 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 drunk. I think it's drunk, Mikey. Drunk, drunk. Yeah. Oh yeah. Look that up. <laughs> It's a $5 word. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Um, so let's move on. Yeah, let's move on because um, that's that wasn't very exciting. But yeah. yeah, not bad. Yeah. The whiskey part never is. Yeah. But it's fun. <laughs> it's, it's, it's fun for us and yeah. it's important for the rest of the show. Yeah. 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 <laughs> it loosens everyone up. Um, so what do you want to oh. start with the, the basic question for Eric? Oh, hold on real quick. Before we jump into the questions, I do want to update. Okay. So, Mikey, I don't know that I've told you. Um, 
I found out today we have bacon numbers. I'm sorry. What are bacon numbers? Do you remember the whole thing like years ago with the uh, six degrees of separation from Kevin Bacon? Yeah. Six degrees of Kevin Bacon. Yeah. 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 <laughs> we have bacon numbers. Because Sean has been in fuck movies. Yeah. So. Okay. Sean has been in a movie with Gary Oldman, who has starred in a movie with Kevin Bacon. So Sean <laughs> has a bacon number of two. And because he's been on our podcast, we are all three degrees separated from Kevin Bacon. That's pretty good, man. Yeah. I That's mean, higher than God. Tim Tebow. That makes me feel like if I should friend request him on Facebook. I need like to tell my family. <laughs> is, that, is that wild thing Kevin Bacon or is that footloose Kevin Bacon? Uh, which uh, I believe it's JFK Kevin Bacon. <laughs> JFK. <laughs> <All right. laughs> oh, and when you say fun. Sean, you're talking about the famous Sean McGrory? Yeah. Oh. Sean Michael McGrory. Ooh. One of a kind. Yeah, he's uh, quite a personality. Love him. Oh, yeah, a lot of fun to have on the show. Yeah, yeah. And doing voices on Fat Tango Presents. Yeah, he's been working with us. It's been a lot of fun. He's way better at voices than us. <laughs> yeah. Go figure. Yeah. A guy with actual professional training. Someone who's been doing it for a decade. And an IMDb page. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, big surprise. Weird. Um, Shall we move on now? Yeah, now we can move that? on. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> So, I just right. I felt that that was important. That we're <laughs> so what you're saying is we've made it. Yes. Okay. Yeah. I mean, we're we're practically best friends with Kevin Bacon. Yeah. Oh, man. He asked me ask to watch his kids next weekend. I, we're on each other. Like, Aren't Christmas they grown ass adults? That's weird. I tweeted at him. We'll find out <laughs> if he responds. All right. Um. So we we're gonna just ask you some questions, Eric. We want to pry into your okay. family. We're gonna. Fun situation here because obviously you know, and I'll pry through Blake. And we've you and I, when we're driving, sometimes when I'm in the front seat with you, I like to ask you questions about your family. Because when did I let you in the front seat? Uh, <laughs> um, let is a strong word. He doesn't I, still I put said, you in the booster in the seat in the back. No, I, I don't remember having you in the front seat of my car ever. Uh, um, for those that don't know, Eric's your family owns the ranch that I live on. We've much mentioned the ranch. Obviously, we've mentioned that Blake's connection to the ranch. Um, but you didn't really grow up on the ranch, did you? Not living, but but the ranch was here all of my life. So, uh, no, I grew up, we grew up in town. We moved up here the summer. I got my license, so it was perfect yeah. because... You could drive into town. Yeah, my, par <laughs> my parents would not have done what I did and drive, and drive me to every sporting <laughs> event, every friend's house, anytime I wanted to go, like I do with my kids. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, so it, it was a good timing for me. Uh, to move up here, but now, uh, did you use your license more to do your thing or to run errands? No, for my your parents. Thing. My okay. thing. That oh, was that good. was yeah. Well, you owed him because he was driving you into town for all your things. Well, that's exactly it. I yeah. they, plus they I was looking for know any them. excuse to drive. <laughs> <laughs> so you moved up here. So you just got your license. So you kind of like finished high school living up here. Right. Okay. Right. So finished high school, but but yeah, all the other years of growing up, it was here every. But, every weekend, every you know, after school, coming up here in the oh, afternoons because okay. they were did they have cattle on the property? Yeah, then? yeah. Oh, okay, and well, we were cleaning everything up. There was there was uh, building fence. There was you know, oh, wow. again getting ready to live against. We had to work. Yeah, the millennials. <laughs> millennials have just kind of come along for the ride. Hey man, well, we these were microphones first, weren't yeah. cheap. We were the first generation of kids that wasn't born for free labor. <laughs> well, that's, that's probably right. So okay, so you. 
you, but forgive me if I'm wrong. If you break this down real quick, um, your family has owned this property for a long time, though, right? Yeah, 1860s. It, 1860s. it was sold out of the family in the 20s and and uh, or 20s or 30s. Well, only part of it, right? Yeah, on, only part of this. Yeah, okay. part of it. The part we're on right now. Was oh, sold, okay. Was oh, sold out of the family. I, always, I thought that then, this was bought extra, so this was in, then out, then right, in. Right, right. So but the, the only, rest of the ranch was still right. Oh. So the the sweet part of the ranch was was never left the family. Oh, cool. The young part of the ranch uh, was bought back. That's my dad bought it back into the family. Like I think it was 1972. Bought it back in uh, 72, 73, something like that. Um, I want to say he paid like next to nothing by today's standards, right? Yeah, I want to say it was, you know, it was like a couple hundred dollars an acre. Wow. Wow. So, so you know, but but again, you're, you're paying for that with whatever you could lease at the time. I remember when I was a kid, it was, he leased, he leased it out to one guy cut hay for a couple of years, so they... We didn't have very many cows, so somebody was coming on these hills, and they were cutting hay, huh. baling. So we leased oh, it for wow. that, and then leased it to other um, another uh, cattleman, local cattleman. Leased it for a couple of years um, as he was growing his own herd. But oh, that's cool. Was there ever a time when you were young and engrossed in all this stuff all the time, when you were just kind of like ready to be out of it, like resenting it? I'm going to get out of here, move to Hollywood, chase no. my dreams. <laughs> Never, never Hollywood, never Hollywood, but, but it was always, you know, when you're up here at, at, at nine, 10, 12 years old yeah. and your friends are hanging out at the mall and doing other <laughs> stuff and you're here digging post holes. Yeah. Um, I could see you know, how that So that's, that's why sports was a big thing because it was, it, it, you know, if I play football, uh, you know, that there's games on Saturdays, so I don't have to come on Saturday. That's kind of nice. Um, or, or I won't have to be here all day on Saturday. Um, so, yeah, that was that was kind of the um, the way out. But, no, I always enjoyed coming up here. I mean, it, it, it definitely taught you a lot. But, yeah, when you knew your friends were doing something fun, and yeah, then my friends bet. stopped wanting to – at one time, everybody wanted to come up. They're like, oh, cool, we'll come <laughs> up and we'll ride horses, we'll shoot guns, we'll do all this fun stuff. And that was like – in an eight-hour day, that was like thirty minutes of the day. The rest of the day was like chopping weeds, stretching, you know, stretching uh, bob wire. All the hard stuff. Yeah, and they didn't and hang out soon, for that. So, yeah, so pretty soon oh. they stopped wanting to come. Sounds like a bunch yeah. of Mikeys. <laughs> Damn, <laughs> that's crazy, man. I I, I kind of knew that story. Did you want Mikey's advice? No, I'm good. Okay. Okay. Well, and on the note of. The family being in our family, or the ranch being in our family for so long, not the family being in our ranch for so long. Well, uh, tomato, <laughs> tomato. Yeah, right. <laughs> I uh, I actually just learned this year from Grandpa that we got, or we bought the property from the Stanford family. Oh. Yeah. Huh. That's a big family. I assume, yeah. because of their <laughs> school. Yeah, apparently they own, like, the entire Altamont at one point. Oh, wow. Wait, like Stanford University? Yes. Holy shit. Yeah. Stanford Medical. Sounds like I, uh, <laughs> they made a few mistakes no, along no. the way parting with this place. No, 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 just, just Stanford, Connecticut. Not the-, <laughs> <laughs> the city of Stanford, Connecticut. You know what's funny, too? So right where, I don't know if I've ever, maybe I've told you before where, where your house is, uh-huh. uh, the house you live in, there was an old house in the same exact spot. So it was built like in the, probably built in the in the teens, 20s. Oh, wow. But so when I was a kid, it was all abandoned and the, and the windows were broken out. People used to come up here and party because nobody lived here. Sure. So people kind of wrecked things. But People? Um, 
people, but people, like, so partiers, people like Mikey, like, like uh, if Mikey was you know, around I, in I, those days, he would have probably been a guy that came up and drank beer. And well, I'm gonna say it's well, suspicious that you things. guys own the land, but you, uh, I but, remember you, know. you said, uh, somebody mentioned people used to come out here and like grow weed on the fucking ranch. Is that true? Uh, I wouldn't put it past past people. Yeah, people there was like plenty of places to do that. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, and and but anyway, so one of the cool things. So here I am, a kid. So I, I think about the way I raised, we raised our kids, um, uh, and, and I see the way you're raising your kids now, and and we've always watched them like a hawk. But so when I was a kid, we would be in here, and it was. I would be left here at the at the old abandoned house while my, <laughs> while my dad and grandpa would go off and do stuff on the ranch. So there was a huge beehive in the house. Nice. So the fun thing was was so I'm probably six seven years old, and I I would just tease the bees right. So you'd go into the beehive thing and throw a rock in it and then run <laughs> as the swarm chased you. Of course, there's no adults anywhere around. And then later it graduated to going up into the rafters because there was holes in the ceiling too, right? So we climb up into the rafters with a big long chain and swing it and then slam it into the beehive and the bees would swarm and you're running through the attic you know nice, and, then, and sure. i was i was here with a friend one time and we were running through the attic and he goes following through he misses one of the one of the studs in the in the attic and falls through the sheetrock onto the ground <laughs> hurts his leg and he's like yelling for help and we're like you know i'm running i'm like well i'm not gonna help you like, no bad. there's too bees bad. too bad <laughs> he got stung hold but it was just this fun stuff to where you wait, just wait, realize isn't this the plot to the movie my girl <laughs> <laughs> but that was the it was it's funny that that i think experiences like that made us think uh Hey, we should watch our kids a little closer. Because <laughs> I was a, lot say, of, uh, a lot of bad things now, happen. Different generations. Like I, I do we have learned, to ask. We learned. I do have to ask because we were talking about Kevin Bacon. Did you ever angry dance in the abandoned house? <laughs> uh, with with my Walkman when I had. <laughs> actually, I got the cheap Walkman. It wasn't a cassette player. It was only an AM radio. That oh. I had big headphones to. And, oh, and, and, so it didn't come in up here. So I could not do that in the house. You think that there was I a time angry dance. after tape players when the CD, portable CD players were in and people were trying to angry dance, oh, but it would skip and they oh. <laughs> just ruin your angry dance? Hey, the first one of those yes. I got was really cool because when you're driving in town, it worked great. You set it on the seat next to you sure. the center console. But then driving up here on the gravel roads, you oh. get on the on, on the washboard, Oof. it would just skip and it was kind of like <laughs> you something like really cool just... turned really bad. Yeah. <laughs> bad quick. Yeah, my old truck, I used to have one of those. Uh, I had an old portable CD player. It was already 10 years old. And I had one of those plug-in with the cord uh, tape cassette because I was grandpa, driving grandpa's like blue F-150. So we had to put the tape cassette in, then plug it into the CD player in order to play my music. <laughs> yeah. That was pretty great. And that thing, suspension had seen better days, so <laughs> I got a lot of skipping. But All right. So your family, uh, it was you and your sister and your parents, right? Right. Um, were you guys pretty tight-knit? Yeah. No, I mean, it was, it was a, a small family. We, my sister didn't spend a lot of time up here. That was kind of more of the... But the me thing to do and then she wasn't chasing bees no she wasn't chasing bees uh too much she was at home she got to sleep in on saturday mornings uh oh. and watch saturday morning cartoons oh uh, man but no uh she tell you about no, we, later. Were t- we were tight we we had uh, you know my grandpa was always around tight with our grandparents i knew i was lucky enough to know um uh, and almost all of my great grandparents that's um, cool yeah so like after school i was going to i had one great grandmother that watched me after school when i was in elementary school uh, another great grandmother lived um, just down the down the down the road. 
great grandparents in Kansas would come out and visit. So it was, oh, wow. I was pretty lucky to know a lot of a lot of the family. So we were definitely both sides of the family were pretty small. Not too many cousins. Sure, um, but um, yeah, there's that was pretty tight knit. So, so was there anything when you were growing up with your parents and 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 your sister? Was there anything that you guys all just kind of universally loved? Something that like you all could connect on? The Raiders, really? <laughs> your dad too? Yeah, until yeah. And, until the Niners got good and then he switched. Oh, really? <laughs> <laughs> it didn't have anything to do with the move to LA. It was because the Niners got good. No, uh, yeah, no. I, I would say, uh, I would say, I, w- I would definitely say that between the between the ranch and and. Uh, Did you guys go to a lot of games? No, we didn't go to games, but just just watch them on TV. Them, and it was, yeah, so that was that together, was the one huh? thing that would get me out of coming to the ranch on on Sundays <laughs> during football season is we would actually stay home and watch the Raider game. So, oh wow, I didn't realize that. That's awesome. I, your, your, your grandfather, your, your grandfather, I was used to talking to Blake. Your dad's so kind of stoic. It's very quiet. So when I chit chat with him, I ask and I'll get very short answers to that stuff. <laughs> so it's just kind of fun hearing a little bit more. Was there anything that you guys all hated, like, or loved to hate? Like really rip apart? Like what was ours? I can't think of anything. Um, or someone like, did you have a Mikey that you like to make fun of? <laughs> no, no, I, I, I can't. I can't think of anything that 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 we would have universally hated. Oh. So. Well, it's not so much hated as it is something to rip on, like yeah. the chicken Florentine yeah. in the family. Like it's just kind of always a, a... tomatoes. Really? Yeah. Tomato. Like, Other than my mom, no tomatoes. To... <laughs> just <kidding. laughs> broccoli. Okay. Uh, no, well, yeah, I mean, yeah, who yeah. doesn't rip on broccoli? <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's fun. What um? Do you have any questions? Um, I'm so just we, sitting here we talking. We do have the other one. Like, what rituals or traditions would you say are unique to the sweets? Other uh, than the like, Raiders, like like us, like the Rudolphies, we have the bocce tournament. I I would say I w- I would definitely say we're pretty ran- tight knit. Just, yeah, ranching, ranch. I would say ranching. I mean, just agriculture, the cattle business, the town of Livermore. I mean, yeah, it's, you guys it's go way Blake, back here. Blake is seventh generation uh, well, here, so true. I the think Sweet a lot of family has been pillars of the community for right a long. The amount long of people time. that I meet in my profession uh, that know you, your family, is pretty cool. They also know a lot of Rodolfi's too, but that's probably because they all work for sure. your house. I will say, <laughs> it, I will say, it's a little bit of a trip being such a long-standing family in the area. Uh, like going to high school, half the teachers and staff all already knew me going in because they were there when my dad was in school. They like peer pressure and stuff. <laughs> like, you know, oh, what? you're that sweet. Does, your no, your that, dad that, used to give me five bucks every time I saw him. <laughs> that does remind me of something we did universally hate. Uh, there was a teacher that that my dad had. And my sister had, my uncle oh. had, and I had, and she failed us all. So, <laughs> so there was a universally. What were uh, some universal, of the reasons well, you that, hated her? No, that sounds like you. That, that sounds like the sweets are her universally. <laughs> she did not. She did not have a sense of humor. So <laughs> that's the one thing I think that we, she did not like uh, anybody that was a smart ass. So was she a uh, history teacher? She was an English teacher. Uh, ah, English. close enough. That makes yeah, sense. Yeah. So, so uh, uh, yeah. The rest of the family would know who that is, but uh, but yeah, no, I, I was lucky enough to have her like a year or two before she retired. So uh, lucky me. So lucky. You. Yeah, she she read it. She read the roll call off in class, and when she read my name, she looked at me and she stopped and she asked me if uh, is your sister Melanie? I said yeah. 
goes, did your dad Daryl? I said, yeah. And then she just <laughs> went back down to her list and started reading off more names. And I was like, so I came home and I was, I told my dad, I'm like, hey, I, I got Mrs. Keeler. And, and he's like, <laughs> he goes, oh, you're screwed. Well, that's great. And you tell her, like, oh, next year my brother Paul's going to be in here. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Stick around for my kids, please. <laughs> it has been fun, though, watching. So Audrey and my daughter is uh, nine years older or younger than Blake. So it is fun to hear them talk about teachers uh, that they shared because it is quite yeah. a bit of age difference. So it's kind of funny. Well, it is kind of a cool thing. All of us having gone to the same high school and having all been relatively active in extracurriculars and all that. And just the fact that so many teachers stick around for so long. It's, I mean, like they're a staple of yeah. the I mean, my principal, the athletic director, several teachers, football coaches have all been around for like 30, 40 years. Uh, I always felt like I had shoes to fill. No matter what, whether it was at cl- whether it was in class, just out in the schoolyard, or on you, the football field. Are you okay? Do you need to talk? <laughs> like you need to get something off well, your chest. Well, that's what the podcast is for. <laughs> no, I don't know, but it is. It's hey, your principal know. was my football coach. Oh, he wow. got you out of trouble, by the he way. He did. He uh, he got me out of a few detentions because he knows. So we. On the ranch here, we live. Owes Eric a few. (laughs) Our uh, yeah, our only ways into town are all major commuter routes for the Bay Area and the Silicon Valley. So, I mean, you could leave, uh, you could leave the house at seven a.m. and not get to, not get into town until what eight thirty. Yeah, bad day can be real bad. And it can either be fifteen minutes or or an hour and fifteen minutes. Yeah, and there's not really any rhyme or reason. It's not even relative to an accident necessarily. It's weird. Yeah, no, my uh, my perfect attendance record already went out the window by the time I was in, like, sixth grade. <laughs> uh, and it took me until my senior year to get a teacher who actually had to commute to town in first periods. <laughs> Finally, somebody felt sympathy. <laughs> um, I kind of want to change gears and ask you some other questions about more modern things, um, specifically the family record stuff. Like, do you remember, do you have a, memory of when that started happening a lot or is there a specific time when my dad started pulling that crap that you started to recognize uh, j- j- just when you guys were you guys were at a perfect age to to start trying to pump you guys up because you guys didn't really do anything special so we, yeah. had, to, we had to make <laughs> things up it's like it's like participation trophies we're like hey great job matthew you uh went poop twice in one day there's the you family know, record. It was, yeah it was like family record and then you'd get excited about something and you'd then i try and go for three <laughs> or, or blake would try to beat you know that and then you set something up so it was no uh yeah no that was it it was just it was just something fun to do with you kids it was like it was just but just there's not like a making first, you laugh. I mean, there's not like a first whole... one that stands out in your mind that was. Is there a favorite well, that stands out no, in your well, mind? No, I, the I, first I, family records, Mike Rodolfi, isn't it? Was that longest fart? The longest fart. That might be. It. I think I that mean, might that happened before. Us. You guys just rec- it apparently made such an indent in your mind. You know what's <laughs> and, and the sad thing is is it's probably been broken several times, but nobody's been there to hear it. You, you know what I mean? Yeah, it, huh? I, I think I've broken it a couple times, but it's like, how do you prove that? Well, well yeah, your dad I mean, happened if, to do it in front of a lot of family, and it was kind of like, <laughs> what are the odds? It's well, like, yeah, if if a fart happens and there's no one around to laugh twice at it, <laughs> did you really fart? No, didn't happen. Didn't happen. Can't, 
Can't prove it. So <laughs> this was at the cabin? It was on a cabin Yeah, that trip? was at the cabin. That was, uh, yeah. And was... that's, uh, it might be the last time Manuel uh, wanted to stay at the cabin with everybody. <laughs> that was probably what ruined it for him. No. Um, but no, it was fun. I, I, I thought it was, you know, us being, you know, Michelle and I being 14 years younger than than Christine and Manuel mm-hmm. and, and 10 years younger than your dad. Um, but the one thing we were able to bond around, the one cool thing about was the fart. our family was was the fart. <laughs> <laughs> no, the, um, and it, that's what it was called. It was the fart for a long time. Um, it was a no, <laughs> it was it was just just being just being goofy. To, you know, with, yeah. with everybody there and with all the kids, it was it was we fed off of each other really well. And and uh, were these those days when we would all go to the cabin like when the sweet well the Lunas were up there? Yeah, I remember everybody that. Was I was there. young, right? But. Yeah, we would just go up. My mom didn't always go up, but making up stories and, and like, yeah, that's why I think manual. everybody's so good at. I think that's why everybody's so good at balderdash because <laughs> you would, you would, uh, we would just go on these these tangents about things. Somebody would bring up a topic, and then everybody would just start making up stories about yeah. this thing. Um, that's true. We are a family of bullshitters. Yeah, I, <laughs> I remember getting introduced to Manuel early on, and I think Jacob. So your cousin Jake was probably he's probably three at the time. Three, four years old, and I, I hardly know Manuel, and Manuel is very serious. You know, he has Did a serious Manuel face. shave off his mustache and tell you he was his <laughs> twin brother? No. no I'm a whore. He didn't want to shave his mustache off. He, he was pretty proud of that for a long time. But, uh, no, but he told me that, that Jacob was, was this rising star in the golf scene and and he was like this young and he was and and nobody ever smiles when they tell these stories in our family Uncle right Manuel's your dad, the best one at your dad it because meets, oh, yeah. and it's just and it's well, just because we all straight. trust him too yeah, much yeah. Yeah. yeah he looks very trustworthy yeah and he and I mean, so, i'm pretty sure i've said so, on the show before he's the guy that i called to verify that the fart was a real record which was a mistake Oh yeah, yeah he's not a trustworthy he was as guy. full of shit as the rest of them. Well, yeah, so he's talking <laughs> handicap for Jake, and he's like, he's like, yeah, he plays all these courses, and he's, he's and, and and so I'm thinking it's serious, and then and then and he never laughs, and so and then Christine finally like laughs, and she's like, oh Manuel, you know, and then, he, and then he starts laughing, and it was that kind of started it with, with like, Manuel, and, and then and then your dad was the same way. It was just kind of we could just just keep going and going and going and and as you kids started you guys started playing along with it pretty early on too so yeah we caught on quick <laughs> <laughs> what's the dumbest thing you've ever seen my dad do <laughs> dumbest thing ever. i don't know there's a couple of funny things i've seen your dad do. sure I don't know give us some. well one of the funniest things i remember so he was uh uh he was like cleaning his gutters at, at your house on brighton okay and uh just the way they reacted with with there was like a wasp's nest. And you as a painter probably have sure. had this happen to you Dull a bunch of times. So I'm, yeah. stand, I'm standing there and I'm watching Mike and it's like he's up on top of this ladder and, and he like gets stung once and he's like, ow. And then it's like a whole bunch of them. And then he, he had the presence of mind to climb, climb down off the ladder casually. all calmly. Yeah, all casually. And then he, he's like, you know, cussing that oh, there's a wasp's nest up there. And he's like cussing. I'm just laughing. Up. And then I was like, I don't know why you laugh when somebody's hurt. You know, you don't ask them if they want ice or anything. You're just yeah. kind of laughing at them. And, uh, but yeah, no, your, your dad is definitely a calm, cool character. So, yeah. So it's hard to see him do anything that's, uh, um, stupid that you can make fun of because he's so calm and casual about it. Well, but he'll jump in though, like because I remember even being a kid, he'll be like all calm and casual. But then he'll decide to help us build at the snow at the cabin a 
track. It's like, okay, we're going to sled. No, 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 we need to track. And then he would help trench out a track oh, and then build a giant jump. Seriously. And he's like pushing you down. And then he would just go to the top and just like, just like a speed demon jump out of nowhere. He has all this energy and he just flies down the thing, goes flying out. Like I've just seen that. It's so weird. He'll just erupt into it. Yeah. But no, we did it. We did have fun. Good. Uh, uh, when I had my bachelor party, we went to the cabin and it was like an awesome snowstorm and, and I had my buddies there and it was your dad and his buddy Rick. And we thought, you know, we've never seen it snow this much in Miwok. So we were like, you know, what can we do? So we had this big, huge inner tube. So we tied a toe strap to the inner tube and then to the back of the car and we could get five guys on this inner tube. You can get three on the bottom and two on Jeez. top. And then it was like on a 15 foot, 20 foot toe strap. So we didn't think it all the way through because... When when the guy would start driving really fast and then take a turn, <laughs> and the snowbank is like really high, and there's cars along the road, and, 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 and so the guy on the bottom, it was funny because if you're the guy on the bottom in the middle, you can't get off until everybody bails, right? So then the, everybody bails at the last second, so you're kind of screwed. But then we're going down a steep hill, and I think your dad was the one in the bottom and on the middle, and Rick's going down the hill and then hits the brakes, and you see the brake lights coming. And he stops, and, and here you are on this tube that's sliding right to the bumper, and your face is like <laughs> hitch height. So, but yeah, no, that was maybe one of the stupidest things we did. What was uh, so did he slam into wow. it? No, we, we nobody ever got hurt. We were catching air and then landing on the on the asphalt. Um, <laughs> oh, but oh. Um, but yeah, so the next day it was funny. I, I got uh, uh, good pictures of your dad like crawling down the hallway the next day. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm too old for this shit. He's like, <laughs> he's like 30. He's like, I'm too old for this shit. And he's like, yeah, but it was pretty funny. Well, that, I mean, how bad could it be? You guys were at least using an inner tube. Up in Montana, I discovered something they call it hooky bobbin, where it's you just hang on to the back of a bumper and you slide around on your feet. Ooh. <laughs> yeah. That sounds oh, fun. Yeah. <laughs> Do it with five bob guys. Hooky bobbin? Yeah. Don't know what the hell it means. That's just what I was told it was called. Weirdly, I think it somehow and, makes sense. Yeah. You're yeah. hooking onto the bobbin. <laughs> I I don't know, I guess. Yeah. Uh, what's what's the dumbest thing you've ever done, Eric? I don't have kids. No, I'm, just kidding. I'm kidding. Ow! No, well, okay. Because like, we don't see... So that's why I asked about my dad, mistake, too. And now we know no, it. No. That's why I asked about my dad, too, because you guys... We know you're, you know, BSers and you have fun like us. So we know that at one point you were young and dumb and full of piss and vinegar. And I just wanted to like, what's the dumb thing you did? God, you're making them sound ancient. Well, like, it's just <laughs> no. like we've all, no, I'm not saying that. I just, I got you know, you've done something like in high school and, oh, yeah? and like, yeah, no. Um, one time when I was 19, I had a friend put a cigarette out of my hand. That's mm. so dumb. Why? I don't know why. I had a scar there for like 10 years. No, I just got in a lot of like like fights over stupid stuff. I guess like fist fights. Yeah, stuff like that. that doing that, being getting in a lot of fights. I think What's the dumbest stupid. fight you got into over? Do you remember? Yeah, I, me I remember somebody hitting me with a. Uh, we were playing. Remember the high jump? You do the high jump. Did you guys have the high yeah. jump in middle school or high school? So everybody, so we had to empty all the 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 cushions out of the shed and set everything up. So we're setting everything up, and everybody's like like hitting each other with the cushions and stuff. And I just remember somebody. Um, hit me from behind with a cushion. It was all wet, so it had that Ugh. wet water in the foam thing. The wet from uh, yeah. being in so the I shed remember, too. I remember Ugh. just turning around and swinging and I punched <laughs> the guy, and, and the guy was, uh, um, yeah. It was just, it was. I, I felt so bad after because when I saw who it was, it was just somebody that made me feel like a 
a, a bully was like, this poor kid was just trying to play along. <laughs> he wasn't one of us, and it was just kind of like, Golly, I, I there's Eric. He's yeah, fun. I had a lot of, I had a lot of rough friends. He's so, fun. I'll hit him. So I was doing that with all my close friends. We were doing it, and then all of a sudden, somebody does that, and then I turn around, and I hit the kid, and I felt so terrible after hitting the kid because he was uh, definitely didn't deserve it, that's for sure. Oh, right on. Well, whoever you are out there, I'm sure he's listening. There's your apology. Yeah, there <laughs> Do you have any? I, I love this. This is. I have a million dumb questions for Eric. Um, yeah, I've <laughs> got a couple. Do. Yeah, yeah, they <laughs> usually. This has been the Matt interviews Eric podcast. Well, yeah, so mean, far, I'm waiting for yeah. Blake to jump he, in. Well, I mean, you guys are just. You guys had a good flow going. I didn't want to interrupt it. Well, but give I've got us a few some. questions. So I, I right, bombarded right. my mom. We talked about the Paul prank. Okay. So you tormented Matt and a, and the other Rodolfi kids quite a bit. What's your favorite prank that you've pulled? Well, that's a good question. Man, there's a, they've all they all involve Matthew because he was naturally he had this great scream. <laughs> He screamed yeah, you were really the original well. Trent. He did. He was like he was. He was. He was a great screamer. And and uh, uh, no, I just remember. That's what my wife like, says. Like like putting a. <laughs> can you describe the scream? No, was I it can't. Like high I, can't. I can't go that high. He probably still can. I'll do one later to him. We'll see. No, it was easy to scare. So like. Like the old yeah, uh, a little a, scary, a little yeah. a little box putting the fi- putting a hole in the bottom of the box and and <laughs> putting a bunch of ketchup around it with tissue paper put the lid on it and then you hand it to him and he opens the box and, and then you're, there's a bloody finger in there and he'd run off screaming <laughs> he's like three at the time yeah. so so uh, that's the one thing I would say about his mom his mom liked him being pranked too. So yeah. it wasn't like the mom yeah. would get mad at us. So I don't know if you could find that hard go, to believe. We would not just keep all. going. Wait, not Mary Joe. <laughs> yeah, Mary likes. Yeah. Hey, Mary Joe is a saint. <laughs> <laughs> or 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 rubbing a uh, um, somebody carrying like a dirty diaper and then rubbing chocolate pudding on his ear. And he look and then he freaks out because there's yeah. like chocolate pudding I on his ear. I remember that. Uh, <laughs> I do remember so, those. Uh, I yeah, figured you'd repress kind of that one. I feel like I remember one time Mish, because Mish used to do it all the oh, time she, too. Yeah, yeah. And I remember and then one, blame me for my idea. <laughs> well, I remember one time she made like brownies or cupcakes or something, and she like brought them to me, and they tasted like terrible. I don't remember what the prank was, but she just started laughing <laughs> like she just gave me a terrible tasting cupcake. That was did you? That was the prank. I was like, Aw. did you have to go to the bathroom? Well, really yeah, she probably afterwards? told me it was poop or something. After. <laughs> uh, poop, yeah, like, yeah. There was a lot of poop involved. <laughs> dirt cupcake. Yeah. Go figure. I mean, our family just never, ever indulges in poop humor. <laughs> what what else? Right. You um, yeah. So right out of high school, you worked as a professional ranch hand for a while, right? Right. On other ranches? Yeah. On other oh. ranches. No, so, that's what we did. We ran cattle all over California and, and Southern Oregon. And yeah. So I've got to know, I see a little bit on like TV and stuff about what that life is like but i mean i went uh you know i didn't go into that after high school so i you went no into accounting it, bro you don't yeah. know anything <laughs> yeah exactly like like i know what it's like to grow up on a ranch and do ranch work but i've never been a ranch hand so i'm curious you know what are like what did ranch hands do for fun in their downtime we drank we drank and uh, the nice thing Go was we, we could be done working uh, that's the nice thing about starting early when you're, when you're on your horse at uh, daylight and you get done at 1230, one o'clock, you can, you can, uh, 
Um, you know, you go to the bar. We used to call our horses as your horse as your horse bar broke because they'd yeah. sit in the trailer out outside the bar for for uh, many hours. But uh, but no, that's it was it was nice hanging out with uh, other guys during certain seasons. But for the most part, you know, the only one I would see for weeks at a time would be like your mom. It would be. You know, you go to ranches and you're working by yourself all the time, and and uh, um, it was a great life. It was you put a couple of horses in the trailer and your ATV and take off and and uh, like when when your mom was pregnant with you, we had a pager. I had a pager. That's the first time she bought me a pager. She bought me a pager when she was about eight, seven, eight months pregnant. She bought me a pager. Thinking of you, and she's like, and she says, uh, "Hey, I'll page you if I get close, if I have to go to the hospital." But the problem is, is like what. I could be hours from my truck <laughs> and, and I don't know that I'm going to have sell any signal any service, to pick up yeah. the freaking pager in the first place. But it was, if it made her feel better, it was great, but it was like, <laughs> it meant nothing so long to as me. She didn't need you. Yeah. It was like, it, it meant nothing to me. It's like, if you page me, I'm screwed because like, why don't no, you send me a fax? Yeah. It's like, I could be on, a, I could be in any number of places that nobody knows where I'm at except me. <laughs> so that was the thing that was, so it was a, it was a fun life. It was a, uh, a, uh, but yeah, and I and I long for those days when you didn't have cell phones because it was nice that nobody knew where you were. It was kind of cool. It was like this. Uh, yeah, it was every day was an adventure. You're out checking cattle, doctoring cattle. You're 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 doctoring stuff outside to where you have to rope them outside by yourself and get them on the ground and tie them up and give them shots and and so it was a lot of fun. So working by your squirrels and so working by yourself a lot. Um, I imagine, especially as you're saying, like if nobody knows where you're at. Um, there's got to be points where that's a little sketchy. Yeah, no, right? I, I like, had a few a few wrecks to where you you uh, again like you're 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 doctoring cattle outside and and something happens and your horse trips and falls and you or you get bucked off and hit your head and you wake up with a dog licking your face and your horse off grades in some place and you're kind of like wow I wonder how much time has passed since I've been <laughs> laying here on the ground and and and. Uh, um, yeah. And you're like, I wonder how long it would have taken for somebody to find me because I could <laughs> oh. be in, you know, you're on these big places and there's nobody else around and, and you wonder, uh, how long you'd have laid there before somebody came along. But that also added to the, uh, to the fun of the job. Oh, yeah. I it sounds riveting. <laughs> it See, that's the thing you guys, yeah, it, it, it's always want to be safe about everything. OSHA is not part of the cattle industry. That's good. So, uh, <laughs> But no, we had, and then we'd have, you you deal with trespassers, you deal with some other cool stuff too. You, you meet any a little... just like crazy characters? Like that, someone that really stands out to you is just a wild person. I'm sure there's got to be some shady people that we're working Not on. Not even shady, yeah. but like some weird dude, or, like, you know, in every. No, we had, we had one ranch. So, so, uh, one ranch, so it, we figured out that there was a place where somebody would, would pull in off the road. I don't know how they got, I can't remember if it was just a gate that wasn't wasn't locked but there was, there was one spot on this this ranch over uh in brentwood close to brentwood and we found like some dirty magazines and like some some empty oh, did you wesson, have to wash wesson oil bottles like like vegetable oil bottles You're like, what the hell is this oh, right Jesus. so then one day you come across i'm checking cattle over there and there's a car <laughs> out there right and, oh and a bunch of cigarette butts with like women's lipstick and stuff on it so then one day driving around the corner i seen there's a car there so i start headed towards this car i'm on the atv and the guy like jump, jumps in the car i thought it was a woman at first uh jumps in the car and takes and it's getting ready to take off and you're 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 trying to cut him off and i realize it's a guy dressed like a girl he's all by himself um he's wearing a bra and uh 
Yeah, so it's, it's, he busts through the fence and he and he takes off, and then I go back to where he was parked, and there's like a, uh, um, again, there's more magazines, more oil. Um, wow. Cigarettes. So Jeez. some some Way women's to ruin a guy's good time, Eric. Some, women, <laughs> some, some women's clothes, like 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 Man, like just panties. Just trying to enjoy and, a Saturday. And, <laughs> and then uh, uh, the, the the grossest thing was was a. Um, what do you call it? A he, mag he was light. There was like right? a full on mag light, like a cop's mag light. Oh, it wow. was wrapped with duct tape with a soft oh, no. end on one side of it. Oh, no. Oh, my. And it's laying there on the ground, and it's kind of like, wow, this is what I found today. I'm sure there's and a perfectly like, reasonable explanation. Yeah. So, yeah, so, so you find some kooks like that. So, it was like trespassing, though. Right? Oh, yeah. Oh, okay, yeah. so you guys had to confront. <laughs> we, had, we had another trespasser. I, I was working on the same ranch, actually. I was. Uh, it was just my my dad and I were over there. We were weighing cattle in the corrals. Just two of us, and we looked out, and there was this. There was a bunch of uh, um, old sand mines, and these were pretty big caves. Like a lot of big caves. Like there'll be a little opening. You go in there, and it's like the, you know, a hundred foot by hundred foot opening in there that are is thirty feet wow. high. I mean, like a huge sand mine. Big old and, cavern, um, huh? There's a big party place for people. But anyway, so we saw, and people would trespass in there all the time and go wheeling and 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 screw around in there. So. We're at the corrals and we look out there and we see a, a truck out there messing around, spinning donuts and stuff. So we we go out there and we we stopped in the gate where they went through. And the guy had turned around, they saw us coming, so they turned around and my dad parked in the gate and I get out of the truck get out of the car and I'm like, Hey, you guys got are trespassing. They started mouthing off and then they were getting ready to go. So I stood in front of his truck and I had a pin in my hand. I was writing down his license plate and he started bumping me with his truck. Oh, like pushing me, hitting me, hitting me. So then he revs up his engine real loud and, and starts taking off. So I jump out of the way and he and he goes to spin around and I so I reach in the truck and I grab him by the neck. Oh, and geez. I'm trying to pull him out the, the door of the, the window of his truck. And there's two other guys in there and they're trying to get my hands off of his neck. And I'm reaching for the keys in his uh, you know, of the truck, and it was all jacked up. So I'm like hanging, my feet aren't touching the ground. <laughs> I'm trying to pull him out the window. So that's commitment to he the gets job. Away. So he gets away, and he goes and he tears off, and he, they they bust through like three or four fences to get out of there. So we go back to work, and we we call the now you got to fix the yeah. fan- fences. Right. But we go back to weigh our cattle. And next thing you know, here comes two or three vehicles full of guys pulling up to the grill, and I, and it was like this guy, and I don't know how many people he brought with him, and so they parked in front of the came Krells back were, to start some right, stuff. The grills were right on the main road, so they pulled there and they started climbing over the fence and I grabbed a hot shot cuz that's you know what we use for the for the for the cow so I grabbed a hot shot oh damn and and I'm I'm thinking well here we go this is going to be they're they're about to rush us and right about then the sheriff's pulled up and the sheriff stopped the whole thing and uh wait just real quick the hot sh- hot shot is that the brander no that's the elect- the you push a button and oh, the, the, like the a shocker prod. it's like a that's shocker a cattle prod okay, yeah cattle prod hot oh, shot because so I have that in one hand and I'm like ready to just start shocking people and then the sheriff pulls up and the sheriff gets out, and he he uh, starts trying to sort it out. So the guy's one guy, I guess it was the guy's uncle, because he said, "Look what this guy did to my uncle's neck, and his neck is all bruised from from my hands being around it, trying to pull him out the window." And um, and they said, "We want to arrest this guy for assault. We want this guy arrested for assault." And then my dad says, "Well, we want to arrest all these guys for trespassing. They they ran through all these fences back here." And uh, and the cops cops says, uh, uh, "Well." You know, I don't know who I'm going to arrest. My dad said, well, go ahead and arrest everybody. And I, said, I was like, well, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Let's talk this out. Let's talk this out a minute. I'm like, I, I don't think we all need to be arrested here. I think we could, I think we could peacefully work this out. But yeah, that was. I don't just, think I've gonna... ever heard this story, but that is the most grandpa move. Yeah. Go ahead and arrest him. Ever. That's what he, he was like, go ahead and arrest him. 
And I was like, no, let's, let's not, let's not, let's just talk this out a Come minute. So on, then the dad. sheriff, so then the sheriff was like, well, uh, why don't you guys go fix the fence? He told those people and, and are you guys willing to drop your charges? I said, yep, we're willing to, we're willing to drop all charges. And, uh, yeah, that's how we got out of that. But yeah, no, there was always fun stuff. Always, that's like uh, uh, GTA and Red Dead mixed quick. together. So since you have been in a situation where you've, had to grab somebody in a moving vehicle. Uh, I know we both watch Yellowstone, and there's a scene in Yellowstone where there's a guy driving off in a stolen truck, and one of the ranch hands runs up and Inspired throws a rope Eric into Paul the Sweet? window. Yeah. I, I, now, have BS. you ever done that? No, that's BS. <laughs> that's BS. But the guy I used to work you with You mean to tell me time. you can't just control the direction of a rope nah, like that? Nah, nah. <laughs> <laughs> I can do that, but the, a guy I worked for, a guy that, uh, he was an older uh, guy that, that taught me a lot. Um, he was on his um, horse, and he roped a guy. There was in the same place where that truck was trespassing. There was guys on motorcycles trespassing, and he roped one of them off his motorcycle. Holy cow. And, and, uh, and, and, and did Damn. that. So that was pretty good. And That's then, and then he reached awesome. out and, then, and then jumped off his his horse with his pliers and cut all the wires on the motorcycle so it wouldn't. Jeez. He, he oh, cut them all so the guy was stuck there. As, as all of his friends took off, he cut all the wires on the bike. So moral and of the so, story: don't fuck with ranchers. Apparently, <laughs> jeez. I, it's so stuff. funny. You're so it's that's this is crazy to me because the amount of people that just drive up onto our property and sit by the trash cans and stuff, like. I mean, they all run away as soon as well, they see a car. I was going to say, as cordially but, as every single one yeah. of those encounters go, it's like, hey, dude, you're on private property. Yeah. Oh, my bad. I'll leave. Yeah. yeah, yeah. No, that's that's all I've ever experienced. We learned a long time ago. I mean, there's there's uh, there's been times where the you know police have showed up at, at our house because let's face it. I mean, when you're when you're up here and you see headlights hit your like for us when I'm watching TV, I can tell if somebody's coming up our driveway because you can yeah. see the lights hit the wall. And if it's if it's ten to eleven o'clock at night and, and lights hit your wall and you're not expecting anybody, sure uh, you're you're answering the door with a with a shotgun or a pistol or, yeah, or something you got here. in your hand and you're you're ready or sometimes you'll even go around. I've even gone around out a back door and, and been alongside the house as somebody's walking up to the house. You to say, flanked somebody, yeah, to, <laughs> to say, you know, hey, hey, can I help you? And then they kind of turn around. You kind of, hey. but I've, I've also done that and it's been police. Trespasser says what? <laughs> 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 but I've also done it. It's been a police officer, and then you're like, "Hey!" And then they just talk to you normal. There's nothing. There's there's nothing weirder than standing there with a pistol in your hand, talking to a cop about uh, somebody they're looking for or something. And you're like, oh, "Nope, I haven't seen him." Must be used to. Well, the county, yeah, the is it Alan, the sheriffs that come out here, right? Most right, of the time, right. so they're it's, probably it's a little more sheriff. used to it. Yeah, yeah, a little more police, maybe not so much. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, that's goddamn GTA for cowboys. Oh, yeah, for sure. Well, I mean, isn't that just Red Dead Redemption? Yeah, that's the joke. <laughs> no, I, um, even though I've never had any serious encounters with trespassers like that, like, like we've had some shady people in the area, right? Yeah, no, we have. We, I mean, well, our road is known for having some shady people parking up and down it and yeah. right yeah uh, some people of, have had uh, yeah some people have had rocks thrown through windshields and things like that there's been times Jesus. when i've, I've straight up well, just seen was, drug deals happening i was gonna say there was a guy road. who actually lived in the area right who was what was he he was running a chop shop wasn't he yeah our, our neighbor and that's that's one of the times when i was talking about when the police came in our driveway at, at like it was like 11 o'clock at night when a couple of sheriffs came up and I flanked them outside. <laughs> and uh, uh, 
so when they got out of the car, they were just talking to me, and, and they asked me they were asking me all kinds of questions about our our neighbor that lives right down the the hill from us. And he was a nice enough guy. I mean, he helped us around the ranch here and there, and and uh, you know we were neighbors. But yeah, it turned out he was he was running a major chop shop and and uh, selling drugs. And wow, at one time I want to say he was on uh, you know a most wanted list. And uh, well, he he got like a mention on some most wanted yeah, TV show, yeah, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, but yeah, like like I said, he was a nice guy, though. He he was a claim to fame. He he was a nice guy. And then uh, (laughs) I remember coming guy who was on FBI's Most Wanted. Uh, He was a nice guy. I remember he used to be like, if you ever need a muffler with no license, no serial number, (laughs) or hey, you know, if you ever if you ever going on a long road trip and you need something to help you stay awake, (laughs) if you ever find yourself on your way to Tulsa, you ever see the movie? You ever seen the movie Gone in sixty seconds? Oh yeah. yeah, he had he had one of those Shelby's from the, they call it the Eleanor. So he had parts because he had he had uh, uh, movie marked parts for that car. Oh, that's dope. Eleanor. Oh. It was Eleanor, right? He chopped it. up like the actual car. Well, no, he, so that was one that he had built. And he oh, he had bought a bunch of movie parts and stuff and and uh, and and made it. But it was it was beautiful. It was a beautiful car. But I had guys showing up. When I knew things were going south with the guy was because uh, he was a big hunter and and he had horses and and like I said he was a nice guy but uh, you know I drank a lot of beer with the guy but <laughs> one night I came home and and as you're headed up our hill it overlooks his gate and there was a truck parked there one night I think you were with me Blake we were coming home from somewhere you were a little kid. And I and I pull yeah, up I and we go next to the guy. All this is a little hazy, but I do vaguely remember this car just parked there. Yeah, there was, a, there was a truck shut off with the headlights off, overlooking his gate. And I and I we pulled up and I said, "What are you doing here?" He said, "Well, I'm just waiting for my friend Chris." I said, "What's well, a hell of a place to be waiting for a friend?" I said, "With your <laughs> lights off." And he goes, "Well, he uh, he's got all my tools and he owes me money." And I said, "Well, you can't wait here. You got to go." And he's like, no, I'm, I'm, I'm going to wait for this guy. He owes me money. And I said, well, I said, I'm going to drop my son off, and then I'm going to come back, and I'm going to have a gun, and, and, and if you're still here, we're going to have a problem. He was so on your property? Back, yeah. Uh, okay. So so when I came back, so we, he was above where we keep all the garbage cans and stuff. Oh, so he was on that hill looking down you, no, at the gate. I'm, I'm not leaving your yeah. property. So, <laughs> so I, dropped, I dropped Blake off, and I came back, and, and and you know I was armed, and he was gone. and I So I went, I circled out, and then I looked up. Oh, he was I flanking up, you. I looked up Southland Road, and I seen this. So his car now was just overlooking a different, you know, oh. our, our gate. So then I. You weren't with the headache. So I went back up. So I went up there, and I, and I chased him off out of there called the cops and i called chris the guy's name was chris chris bond was his name and and uh, i called him i'm like hey i said there's a guy waiting for you here i said so i don't know what you're into but uh and about that time there was a lot of shady guys going in and out of his place um and then and then i had two or three other people that were sitting there waiting for him outside of his gates for things and I had to chase. And off. you had no idea you were his enforcer. No. Not even getting a cut. <laughs> no idea. Man. And then his poor parents. His poor parents, because this guy was like a black sheep of the family. I came home one day because he was in jail, and he had sublet the place out to somebody else, and then that was having problems. But I guess he had a lot of his stuff still there. So I pulled up one day, and there was an older couple in, a, in an old white Cadillac, and um, and they were sitting at the gate. I mean, they were in their like late seventies. And, uh, I pulled up and I started talking to him. I said, what are you guys doing? Here? And they said, well, Chris Bond's our son. And, and he wanted us to come get all of his stuff out of here, but the gates unlocked. So I think somebody's already down there and we're afraid to go down there. So I said, all right, well, hang on. I'll, I'll, I'll go again. I'll go get, let me go get a gun. <laughs> let me go I'll get strapped. <laughs> yeah. And then I'll come back and I'll lead you in there. And so I, I did, I, I drove down there first and they kind of followed me down there. And then I looked all around the house and 
And uh, they gave me the keys to the house, and I kind of went in, and I looked around. There was nobody there, so they went and got their stuff. But I felt bad for them because they were they – Oh, this, this is where them. you brought the Walkman. You put on the intense music, right? But it was kind of fun. I mean, it's fun stuff to do at the, at the time. But. Yeah, fun. <laughs> I don't know if we have the same idea of fun. I, I, the <laughs> the thing is, I, rush. it was an it's adrenaline rush. rush. Yeah, because yeah, I, I can write. I mean, I can. We live out here too. Yeah. I can relate to those moments where there's a random car driving by, and then you know the next day you guys are all like, "Did you see that random car?" I was like, "I thought you knew him." <laughs> you know. And then well, I've, I've heard you guys. I've heard Chelsea when you haven't done the dishes. I've heard that. We don't talk about that. Yeah, that's, tough. <laughs> that's why Chelsea's not strapped. <laughs> but yeah, no, it's it's definitely a rush. It's it's bizarre. When I first started having kids out here, like when we were single, I don't know, it was fine. It was cool. When Ellis was still like a baby, something you know, like the dad brain protective clicks, thing, yeah, and that protective too. thing. That's yeah. when we got like the varmint rifle and stuff. And then it's like you're hanging out and you hear a weird noise outside, and before you know it, you're like. <laughs> Just grab it i'm gonna go out yeah. that was too much of a noise you know you go to, that's why we have the dog now it's an alarm system yeah. which is nice well that's you guys are at it. least lucky here on the ranch if a strange car comes driving up the road you know it's yeah trouble I mean, if I just see a strange car drive by my house in town if I grab my gun I'm the asshole <laughs> yeah true. yeah yeah although I mean would you, be fair, and you always call your neighbors first. If there's ever yeah. a problem, you call you you call some neighbors first, then you call the police because yeah. the police could take a couple hours. I, I have that. That's so, like my plan. Sure. Yeah. If anything ever happened, you'd probably be the first person I call. Hopefully, I'm awake. Yeah, yeah that'd be the big thing. I don't answer my cell phone, so <laughs> you might have to come knock on my, my door. My enforcer days are over. We need a light. He charges for that light. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going to get you a pager. light. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this page in nine one one. Oh man, damn, that's a lot. Of, that's some crazy stories. Right? I, I've heard some of those, some of that before, but not all that. Like, has your dad ever had to pull any stuff like that? You ever seen him flank the cops? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, but that's. Uh, but again, like I said, some of the cars with rocks thrown through windshields that were parked on our property mm-hmm. might have happen from him oh, um, things like that yeah so yeah that's uh uh one time i i actually i actually came in the gates when somebody was coming out looking for an, an old guy with gray hair that, that threw a rock he was with you and it was like well why did why do you think he threw a rock through the windshield he says i don't know and i so then i said well could it have been because uh there was two cars parked there when 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 so-called gray-haired man came home and uh and two guys left in one car and left one car right in front of the gate so uh, something happened, and he says, uh, "Yeah." So after that, everything the guy went away. But, uh, <laughs> when you call him out on something, but that's funny. I saw him with the twenty-two going after squirrels for the first time, I think ever. Like it was a few, maybe a month ago or something like that. I don't know if you remember that. I've never seen. Uh, does your mom ever? No, my mom. My mom doesn't shoot, but, but no? my dad really enjoys it. He just. Yeah? Uh, yeah, I don't know whether it's it's time or 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 
Uh, well, I know his twenty two was looked, broken. He looked for like he was enjoying time. himself. Yeah, no, he what, yeah. he does enjoy it. It needs to spend more time doing that kind of stuff. One yeah, of the only times fun. I've seen him like really enjoying himself, hanging out on the ranch, is when he has that rifle in his hand and he's like he's like prepping up and he's looking for it. Yeah. Well, I mean, let's be honest. French from somebody. What is that? A from something? No, I saw him do uh, that. It must have been I, the I witnessed him. Yeah. Well, I mean, let's be honest. Who doesn't feel like a badass when you've got a rifle in your hand? Mikey. Yeah. Yeah, no, yeah. but Mikey seems, Mikey Mikey had seems one in like his the kind of yes, guy. Yes, I took him squirrel hunting with oh, me. Oh, you did? And he, after, afterwards, he admitted that he was avoiding hitting oh, any. Oh, really? Because, <laughs> no, I was hitting targets, and I was yeah, hitting Yeah, he was, pumpkins. like, nailing so the targets. Intentionally not hitting the squirrel. Uh, yeah, I was pulling my shot. I didn't want to shoot the squirrel. I'm like, dude, the cows. Like... We you need know, to clear him out. Mikey strikes me as the guy who'd shoot a twenty-two once and be like, just traumatized. Like, I cannot believe this weapon of no. War I shoot is that. Just... I can shoot that shit. Mikey's a good <laughs> shot. We when uh, Jordan's up here, we get out the BB gun or the pellet gun and like set up some cans, and he's a pretty good shot. Jordan's getting better too. I just don't like shooting animals and shit. You know. Well, I, I guess you know, maybe it's not because so so like when you think about the way I always tell people that are coming up shooting for the first time, I have that problem with shooting the squirrels is if you've ever had to put down a horse or a cow because they have a broken leg because they stepped in one of those holes and snapped their legs um it makes you it makes you realize that hey we, we've got to thin these things out because we got problems um so that and if you have a lot of squirrels around the house you might have rattlesnakes so if you want to keep rattlesnakes away you got to get rid of the squirrels one way or another yeah, you either poison them or shoot them. One one thing or yeah. that's a good one point. Or the other. So it's kind of like it, it, but it makes you think that there's a reason why you're doing this, not just like Blake. I think didn't you guys get in trouble with with in high school because all of Blake? This was really we cool. Didn't... So when Blake was in high school, it was fun because there was it was the one time when I was still cool to hang out with was when you had your group of <laughs> friends that that loved to shoot and paintball. Right, we would paintball, oh, yeah. and then you guys would want to shoot. So. You guys wanted to come hang out and jump in the back of the truck and drive around the ranch and shoot squirrels. And then you'd so, invite me. So so <laughs> like it was, it was fun to, to hang out with you guys doing that. But if I remember, didn't you guys take some to, to school and get in trouble? Or didn't somebody like say something? Did you guys have a, took a... some tails or? No. No, that wasn't No, we you? never did that. None of us collected. Thought, uh... or, or you were just saying it to people and people gave you like really bad vibes. That, that was because I, you talked about a couple it. of kids yelled at me and mikey not this mikey the same mikey that we've talked about i think it was when we had sean on sean and blake's mikey yeah. but that uh, sounds like a start to a story i'd be involved in but yeah like 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 me and mikey there there were a few kids that like wouldn't talk to us for a while at school because we had said something squirrels. about we went up and shot squirrels on the ranch one weekend and they were just mortified granted we live in california where well, yeah, you, like BB guns are considered weapons of war. Well, so. and you got to remember living in town too. Like people see squirrels all the time. Those are kind of a different squirrel. Yeah, oh cute, yeah, tree squirrels. Yeah, tree squirrels are adorable. Yeah, yeah those ground cute squirrels are little squirrels. shits. The ground squirrels are somewhere between a rat and a possum. Yeah, <laughs> they're yeah. they're. Ugh, I hate them. You, you think they're cute when you first move up here, which I get, but then you live up here for a couple of years and you're like, you just want to wring their neck <laughs> so many of them yeah and they get into everywhere and well, yeah it's it's funny you bring up possums because possums are they're a weird thing being on the ranch like yeah they're scavengers they'll get into your feed and they'll eat all your feed so you want to keep the possums away but at the same time like possums will 
scare away the other shit that like snakes. Hunt. Really? Yeah. I saw a possum and under I, our I, house last night. I want to say possums like even will they'll fight snakes i know badgers will yeah oh yeah badgers real quick about the possums under your house because like i lived in a trailer in oceanside and like a possum another great start to a mikey story What was the guy next? What was the guy next door cooking? You lived in. Hold on, hold on. I lived in a trailer in Oceanside with my uncle Bob, and Uncle Bob. <laughs> and keep going. We'd be hanging. Why does this I'd, feel like a punk rock song? I'd, I'd be hanging out on the porch, fucking smoking, just chilling at night, and I'd watch opossums go by. But the fucked up thing is, sometimes they'd like nest under a house. And then just die. And so you'd be hanging out and you start smelling a smell. And you're like, what's that smell? What's it? It's an opossum. You just smell dead possum while you were watching the possum run? Yeah. Well, oh, they're not man. dead. You know, <laughs> I, no, I never... they, uh, they actually do, when they play possum, they have a gland that emits like a death smell i didn't know oh, oh yeah. wow you are, mikey yeah. i think you have that gland well <laughs> <laughs> no, hey, we just hey, talked about that hey, gland on another episode, episode. mikey, far, mikey right? did mikey did pick up some poo-pourri so it's not oh, quite so bad nice. anymore yeah i gotta tell you though I, I i do have to say that i'm really surprised uh hearing this story just because i have never met a guy that lived in a trailer that didn't enjoy shooting things with, with guns. <laughs> because that's like one of the things that goes along with living in a trailer yeah but i didn't grow up in like uh it doesn't like, matter it doesn't matter you grew up yeah any trailer did, uh, anywhere in america was, that's fair you I, moved I, I, into the trailer got it yeah okay yeah. but still if you're the type of guy who moves into a trailer you better like shooting things <laughs> yeah that's like isn't that like I, I like, like, I thought it was a prerequisite. I like shooting. It, yeah, isn't that like, like a marksmanship kind of aspect? But I don't like I don't like shooting animals and shit. Is that true about the squirrels with the snakes? What about them? The the you got a lot of squirrels. You'll see some more snakes. Well, that's well, what snakes food, like snakes and mice. I've been rabbits. seeing them. snakes, you know, mice, saw, rabbits. If you have a lot of rodents, basically, if you have a lot of rodents okay. around, that's food. For I snakes, saw right? a uh, so, I saw it uh, two. I guess they're called racers. Mm -hmm. Out here, I've never seen the green snakes out here before. Yeah. Saw two of them this year. Last week, I was washing Another tools cool. over like here, and I had like this instant feeling, and I turned over to my side, and about five, six feet away from me was a rattler just coming up right towards me, like for the water. Scared the hell out of me. It was a rattler? It was a rattler. I started squirting it, could see that, because I'd seen a couple gophers, and you know the patterns are similar, right. and I know now, because when I see a gopher, and I'm not sure if it's a rattler, it's a gopher. Because when I see a rattler, I, I know it's a rattler. Well, that see, that angular head yeah. is really angular. Yeah. See, I'll never forget. It was like. But that was terrifying. It was <laughs> like. squirted with water. So until, did you get it? I didn't get. I was so close. I had to squirt it. I couldn't quite get to the shovel. I went and got the shovel. Oh, you didn't just grab it and snap it. No. You didn't pull a Steve I've, I've come a long way. <laughs> I, I didn't freak I'm out. Kidding. In fact. I'm kidding. I'm... I killed one this year in, in flip-flops. That's a new. <laughs> That's a new, that's a new big thing for me. I, what I was it? You were because like I came out You've here. And I, was trying to I, to I killed my first snake in flip flops for... at like fourteen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I, well, I, I'm there now. Okay, <laughs> I came away. I came the long way around. No, I will. I'll, I'll never forget. We had been, we had like just moved into our new house up the hill, and my mom picks me up and brings me home from school one day, and there's just a giant rattlesnake sitting in our driveway Ugh. like like so big 
she ran it over with her car and it was still going and all it did was piss it off yeah and i mean immediately like she uh like we went inside she grabbed the 22 and as soon as she walked out the door little nine-year-old me was so terrified of this giant rattlesnake i locked the door Oh, I've heard of this. I know this story. Locked your mom out of the house with a massive rattlesnake. Because I I don't know. I've never seen a rattlesnake that big. I was (laughs) nine-year-old me was not sure if a rattlesnake that big was smart enough to open a door. Sure. Yeah. I mean, its head was big enough to have a brain the size of ours. Yeah, why take the chance? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you're afraid of snakes, you get it. (laughs) Dude, I I I am afraid. You should be afraid of snakes, right? I mean, it's one of those things. It's like it's like a, a I, Think I it, never it's built into our oldest literature. Be. When I see people, I, I do know people that love snakes, and it's like they like handling them, and, and it's like, yeah, I don't, I don't get it. Those I, are called I, I, sociopaths. I, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> I think you're supposed to be afraid of them. <clears throat> and then I always wonder why, why did, why did God make poisonous snakes? Couldn't you make gophers yeah. were good, king snakes were good, racers are good. Yeah. Why did you have to make one that could kill you? Well, and and why snakes? Why not like if it was lizards that were poisonous? I'd be way less well, afraid. They're snakes. Flopping why do they have to be frogs. snakes? Yeah. There are poisonous frogs yeah. that can blind you. That's uh, you true. Know, right? I mean, I. But, but still, I. That's the one thing that is that is uh, creepy. That's. Did you know there's a there's a lot of proof now that that suggests people seem a lot of uh, scientists seem to believe that the reason that humans evolved to develop. Uh, peripheral vision is because of snake detection and well that was too, like right? uh, i think so yeah because the camouflaged animals that are well, that was yeah and what crackheads is it, is it yeah, you always yeah, gotta yeah, be able sure. to see the crackheads yeah naturally the meth heads yeah you gotta know you gotta be able to They're see always them in the peripheral and same thing with uh just to go on that tangent the reason we see colors is to detect fruit edible food Right. And so there's no poisonous food that's a, a color? I guess Which not, one, maybe. Y- you know what I never understood? I don't understand that. I think that you just made that up. I think you, you just can't detect them. So they're out there. we just never seen them before. You know what the hell I never understood? <laughs> What's that? Bright, like fluorescent colors mean one of two things in nature. Either fruit you can yeah. eat. <laughs> it's safe to eat. Or like poisonous reptiles yeah. or amphibians <laughs> or whatever. Like... Like all the poisonous frogs are all bright fluorescent, like fruit colors. Yeah. <laughs> like what? Yeah. Eat this. Don't eat this. But they're the same color. So be careful. Uh, I All I know is I talked to a guy I've worked with that came from El Salvador. And he was saying that because we were talking about I was telling him about the snakes I deal with, whatever. And he was like, oh, that's not too bad. I was like, At the time, I hadn't been here that long. So I was like, not too bad. You know, like, <laughs> <laughs> what are you talking about he was telling me that. uh where he was in El Salvador, they were the ones that hang from the trees. Oh, so they'd be oh, hanging down from the trees, dude. and you'd see its little head just kind of popping up, and uh, they would blend in because the type of trees would drop, have those like drops or whatever. And he said that was the scariest thing because he'd be just walking under a thing, and then just a branch would just wow. <laughs> go down and grab someone like walking under a tree because wow. apparently they could drop like quite a way. I did so. walk underneath one of our uh, don't plum trees one time, oh. and, and a gopher snake was hanging. We heard Michelle was walking oh, right Jesus, behind I me. I was there. So I remember, remember this. So I got a flashlight because we heard the dogs are barking. So I got the flashlight and I'm walking to find out what this is. And it's pitch black. And she's right behind me. Blake's right behind. And then we could hear this hissing noise. And I turned. So we all passed underneath this tree. And, I'd, and we hear the hissing noise. <laughs> oh, and I, I spin around with the light. And I shine it right behind me. And hanging out of the 
the the tree <laughs> right in our backyard is a is a big fat gopher snake and it was just dangling and it was like swaying. Do you think it was confused? It was swaying. It this was is right the weirdest gopher was, hole I've ever been. And it been. was like between Michelle and Blake. It was like hanging there. Jeez. So she, she screamed and it was like, oh, okay, I guess they climb trees. Oh, it was God. like, I did nope. not know this. And it, I had a gopher nope. snake climb onto my mini fridge one time, like yeah, two you, years yeah, ago. I remember that. That terrified me. After that, because it was right next Climbing to that window suckers. that we have yeah. the cord running out of, so it doesn't quite close. We like immediately filled it with Play-Doh. <laughs> have you seen, that year? By the way, so they don't Andre, care at all. Like I'm pretty convinced gopher snakes know that we all know that they're, that Ellis they're harmless to us. Ellis has stepped on two, and they didn't even respond. Yeah, I, I think they know that Like like we don't give a shit about gopher snakes. If anything, they're a good thing to have around. Yeah. So they're just like... I've, on I've our seen your grandpa like, just like grab one of the pitchfork and fling it and didn't care. At the same time, remember that last one that you killed when you were here? It was a gopher snake. You were trying to pick it up to move it, and it just like it was having none of it. That was it immediately yeah. coiled up, and it was like, yeah. As soon as I, you do that, you're, yeah. you're dead. Yeah. I feel yeah. really bad. You threatened me. Uh, Sorry, buddy. You threatened me, and it's we were over. cool. Now you're yeah. being a jerk. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. I feel really bad. One day, uh, I think it was in high school, we had chickens. And I caught a gopher snake trying to get into the chicken coop and I grabbed a shovel. All I wanted to do was like pick it Move up and it carry out, it away. Yeah. But it was not having it. And just I, after a while, I eventually started. You know, you it. know, like, what? I ended up killing it yeah. with the shovel on accident, just trying to move it. I have a theory. It's because you don't name them. If you name them beforehand, then they establish a bond. And then oh, you know what? That's that. got to be it. Come here, Jeffrey. You know, and then you. They're a lot more malleable. That's a joke I said. Or or the other option is you just you start speaking in an Australian accent. There you go. Crikey, it's a gopher snipe. <laughs> Good on, mate. Come here, little bugger. <laughs> they respond to that. Yeah, yeah sure. Yeah, yeah. Start talking to the snake now, about so, your part finally. So so twice now, in, in, in within a month. Audrey and I have found somebody, people on our road, stopping to help snakes off of the road. Oh. So one time we came around that real sharp turn, right? When you turn on South Flynn and then and then it makes that real hard right turn yeah. that you can't see. It's a blind turn. As soon as we made that turn, there was a white car and it was it was parked. It had its flashes on. Was it a on. Tesla? No. Okay, I've seen a white Tesla there <laughs> so a few times. It was parked and there was a guy in there. So I passed the guy. I'm like, man, you're, you're, I was thinking to myself, man, you're in a really bad spot here to be stopping because I can't see when I took, you're lucky I wasn't flying around the corner. Yeah. And uh, so I got, a, I, I moved around him and then I stopped right after him and I got out of the car and I was like going to walk back to him and find out if there was a problem. I, I thought he was broke down. And he pulled up and he goes, oh, he goes, oh, sorry. I was just, there was a snake on the road. I was moving it off into the, into the grass so it didn't get hurt. And I was like, okay. So I get back in the car, and Audrey, Audrey's like, "What a dummy!" You know. <laughs> so, so I'm then a couple, for that about, one person, uh, like a week ago, I'm just Audrey waiting for I, that one person to stop and see the snake. Like, oh, don't worry, yeah, I'll pick you up. Oh, there's a, a there's a dirt road right? right here. I'll just I'll just drop you on this dirt road. I'm sure if, that you're so, not going to hurt anybody. So the second <laughs> one, we're coming home. It's like 11 o'clock at night, and there's a guy parked on Patterson Pass Road and Flynn, right, like right where Flynn Road stops. We see the guy with his flashers on, and it's late at night, and he's wearing one of those like headbands with a flashlight on it. <laughs> he and he's prepare. walking up up the road, and he was looking down. So as we were passing him, he was he was picking a snake up off the road, and like I don't know if he was going to like. Is he looking for pets or is he like? protecting snakes at night because you know like at nighttime huh. they like to go on the road to get warmth from the yeah. asphalt 
So was he afraid people are going to run over snakes, or was he trying to get pets? I don't, I, I don't know. Huh. But it was like really weird. I'm like, like, are you sure it's not a rattlesnake? I, I really Before wish... you go reaching down, grabbing snakes in the road. Yeah, well, gro- growing, you being out in the for. country and reaching down and grabbing snakes. Period. Yeah, I don't, like, I what don't kind understand. of dumb are you? Wild snakes. Like it's one thing. Like our friend Lauren has domesticated snakes. You yeah. know, like that's a little different. Well, I mean, you've got a friend that likes to pick up wild snakes and yeah. keep them as pets, don't Shout you? Shout out to my uncle Sean. But yeah, no, <laughs> my, my friend Sean has had uh, has had pet rattlesnakes and uh, in his dorm room. So he lived out at the old VA in Livermore. It had a had a uh, we call it the old well, VA. It's, it's was Camp Arroyo a, now, right? It's actually the Taylor Foundation owns it now, but it right, used to be Camp the Arroyo. Old, right. So it used to be the um, uh, uh, you know uh, tuberculosis center. And Livermore had this. It's out there past Wente Winery, and, uh-huh. and that was the big tuberculosis yeah, center. So, okay, uh, his parents had bought it, and they they ran a uh, a boys' home. So it was a it was a youth ranch. So it was, it was called going to be this youth ranch, and uh, um, so they had lived like in the dorms and stuff. And people from all the all the teenagers from Livermore would go out there and park at the end of the road out there and drink beer and stuff. And everybody thought it all was haunted. It was cool to go walk around all these old, these old <laughs> buildings and because it's all haunted. And How stuff. do you but know really, about this? Really, really, not, hold on. Really, hold on. Hold on. Really, really hold on. Wait, wait, I have an Eric, I have an <laughs> wait, Eric question. Real quick, real quick, before you do. So you mean to tell me that problem children would go party out outside the ranch that was made for problem children. I heard about that. I heard about it. Oh, you heard about it. I heard about this. People told me about it. So My dad had heard about a spot off Springtown. So I, I bet your dad knew about this place, too. But it was out at the old VA, but everybody thought it was haunted. But really, it was it was Sean and all of his older brothers uh, throwing, you know, making noises in the, in the, in the trees. Uh, and things like that around people but <laughs> sean had it so he his room was like in a dorm room like it was out there and he wasn't the best housekeeper so he had crap all over his room and and one day you know he's in there and it's like oh shoot my pet rattlesnake got loose and he's like under his bed throwing clothes around looking for his pet oh, rattlesnake like, everybody else is like i'm out Fuck, i'm out I'm, I'm, I'm <laughs> look you know i can i can be like okay people picking up snakes in the night with the headlight on their forehead i'm like okay right on dude do you but like your that's pet just their way of giving back yeah your pet rattlesnake nah dude <laughs> he would come up here looking for him, like flipping rocks over, looking for him, and, and he he swore he could smell him. He's like, dude, it smells like rattlesnakes right around here. And then he would Jeez. stop and look for him and, and smell him out, and like he picks one yeah, up. And then yeah. Betsy, no, yeah, crazy, crazy. <laughs> then then you compare this to my friends. So, like we've talked about on the show, I played football in high school, and I would I would have some of my football friends come up in the off season, and we'd go run the trails on the ranch, and. Uh, by the way, what? the best athlete of all those was Jr. Uh, I believe, I believe Jr. That. was probably the best. Bullshit! No, 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 but, no! I believe that wholeheartedly. No, but, but credit where credit is due, Jr. was one of these kids putting in the off-season work on the ranch. Um, <laughs> but we were uh, Jr. Superstar. Yeah, we went out one day to start running, and actually, come to think of it, I think it was Jr. Uh, just starts. He stops in the middle of the trail and starts. Like just freaking out, snake, snake, snake. It's a big ass rattlesnake, just sitting on a rock right on the side of the trail. Was he rattling? Uh, no, not at first. Not at <laughs> first. Till, till people started antagonizing it. 
Then, then come to find out, it was not one rattlesnake. Oh, shit. Was it, it was a, a rattlesnake on top of another rattlesnake. What? Oh, what? what? Huh? And they got pissed. Understandably. Once yeah. we figured out what you it was they were doing. something. Huh? How would you feel? <laughs> <laughs> but needless to say, that was the last time that they came out to run trails on the ranch. Yeah. Uh, I can imagine. Personally, so. I think Jr. was just a little too scared to come back. Oh man, there goes all my respect for Jr. <laughs> I hey, do. Man, I do. Jr. Deal with super man. fan. <laughs> yeah, Jr. Super fan. He's the one guy we can count on to listen to this show. So maybe we shouldn't be mean. Yeah, no, well, I, I, well, I have the biggest snake phobia of anyone I know. I don't actually mean that. Right? No, I, 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 I hate, I hate him. You live with him here, yeah, and you, and you learn how to deal with him, and you learn how to uh, take care of him. Yeah. But uh, it's always something you're looking out for, especially with kids, right, Matthew? Yeah, I mean, this time so of year, you, you kids, constantly... You come outside before the wife and kids come yep. outside, and you make a big sweep Checking of the yard. everything. And, uh, yeah, Even then, they can come quick, so you're just kind of constantly sweeping. Um, yeah. I, I was talking to your mom the other day. I had this client that lived on another ranch property. They said they started dealing with a local shelter that was like bringing in feral cats and like spaying and neutering them, and then they would just... Oh, that's a good idea. Yeah, they would just get Great like idea. five to ten and keep them for three weeks in the one spot and then let them loose. And they said they've been doing that every handful of years. So they constantly have like Kill half a dozen to a dozen I cats said, on their property. No and mice, no snakes. Yeah. That's what the I Foscalinas too. I talked to them years ago. The same thing. I, I was yeah. working on their ranch and they had a barn full of probably 30 cats. No joke. The amount of cats everywhere. I was like, this is weird. Meanwhile, we all have cats <laughs> but, on the ranch, but they're all indoor cats. Yeah. Well, it stopped the mice <laughs> in, on the inside, but I saw that the racer snakes, I saw that they, we have a black cat living under our house. I saw him with a freaking racer snake in his mouth. Wow. Yeah. Just like walking, looking at me like, like what? This is my dinner. Do something, motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, like, All right, bro. Okay. Hey, get more. I'm on board. But yeah, yeah so we're going to look into that. I'll see if I can get some information because I think it's a free service. They need people to take the feral cats. Now, but, I had Finn growing up, but we always had a lot of cats too. So, so well, I shouldn't even tell the story because you never know who's listening. But uh, we had a ton of Will you hunt cat- feral cats? cats around on, on the other side of the ranch where my uncle lives. And, uh, there was a lot of cats over there when I was a kid. I would always play with all these little kittens. There's always litters of kittens. And but but I think a lot of people they think maybe they rented a new house or an apartment and they said no pets. So they think, well, I'm gonna go take my cat and, oh. and like set it free. You know what I mean? You see this it'll I've be it'll be happy outside. Oh, it'll just be happy and we'll just set it free. Well, I mean, the coyotes <laughs> are probably gonna get it. If not for the coyotes, it's gonna be some some of, but anyway, so some, okay. some of them manage to make it, and they find a ranch house and a barn, and yeah, and, and they start, you know, uh, duplicating. Uh, duplicating. <laughs> yeah. So pretty soon you got a ton of these, and then disease swe- sweeps through them, and they're inbred, and they're, you know, what I mean, it gets to be out of control, right? Yeah. So, so uh, uh, yeah, I mean, but you didn't have a lot of a lot of snakes or mice and stuff in the yard, but they would have all these cats, and pretty soon they would go crazy, like they would be rabid. So. Uh, I rem- and, and all the ranches were the same way around here. So I remember having one one friend growing up that that got bit by a feral cat in the barn and, they got, and had rabies. Oh dang! And had to deal with all of that stuff. So to mitigate that, you guys put together a five k. My grandpa used to feed him, <laughs> and my grandpa used to put cat food on a little tray and huh. like shake it out there where all these little cats would come around the 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 yard. And then he had a single shot twenty two. Oh jeez! And he would he would uh, 
Because they were it was like, he like it one at a time, right? So he, by the time he got like oh three of God. them, all the rest of the cats would run away, and then he'd go out there and get rid of the. the Wait, dead so ones. just to clarify, and this then, is because they, they were feral. Oh no, they're they feral were and like diseased. completely diseased. They were diseased okay. and now, they were inbred. So was, and, I mean, it was a problem. I mean, they well, were they would start attacking us too. I mean, they would attack people, and oh, it, it got kind of crazy. So the, he was taking care of the problem. Again, we're talking. We're talking the seventies. Ranch know? life is brutal. I mean, and, I guess and, as, and as it was long like, as he was I gotta thin this out. And then so he would go shake the dish again. And then they'd come back out and he'd get one or two more. And then and then I would get upset as a kid because I'm like, hey, that's that's <laughs> that the, one the one I was one playing I... with Snowball! earlier today. <laughs> and and so well, yeah, I mean, it was man. a different it was a different Fuck. time. But like I said, they would get I, when I if I said that there was probably 80, 80 cats, wow. I, 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 I that's probably about what there was at one, at, at the so height. So this was a swarm. and this was people dumping them. Yeah, oh, yeah. and they became a Jeez. they became oh, a huge problem. Oh, this is a problem. real problem. And you're out in no, the I've, county. I've, you're out in no, the middle of nowhere. Nobody's I believe coming the dumping. I believe the dumping. I've seen cats show up. This black cat under our house. I saw him one day, just like uh, at the end of the driveway. By they clearly dumped him at the corner. Well, and this and one's I saw him a been couple here times, for years, and then move a little closer and a little closer to it till he finally found probably us. Need to edit this story out. <laughs> <laughs> That's uh, probably like, gonna get you in trouble. Nah, I mean but, it's, uh, it's brutal, but I I understand it. That's fucked up. Like shaking the dish, being like, "Hey, come out, yeah, kitty." Yeah. But like you said, well, if hey, they're hey, all hey. rabies filled and oh, attacking they, yeah, people. As long as he's not also starting small fires and wetting the bed, of, I think we're good. They were also <laughs> dying of disease. Like I, I actually was playing with a couple of kittens, and I'm just sitting there playing. And again, you know, here I am, like a five year old kid, and your and your dad and grandpa can take off and go working, and they leave yeah. you around this. Abandoned and there's no barnyard, right? And then, but I, I had literally both kittens like go into seizures and and die as I'm sitting there playing. So they, they were definitely sickly. They were they were not healthy. This was a oh yeah, a I can imagine not. I mean, like so even playing. me growing up on the ranch, I, I it, it wasn't bad. I was, I remember like we had a ton of strays, specifically stray cats, but we've had our share of stray dogs too. And yeah, they all start showing up they're mangy they're i mean they're like gaunt they look sickly yeah well they and clearly by the time like, they yeah. find us they usually have had some hard well and it nights. turns out if you're if you're raised as a house pet and you're all pampered and you're fed three times a day Looking and you've got you, all Mikey. your shots <laughs> <laughs> all these yeah. tattoos <laughs> you got tattoos yeah again. but like yeah <laughs> It, it's Things like, you could spend money on that really nobody. I'm just yeah, go figure. It's Bunch a cushy life living in a house, and then you get dropped off in the fucking wilderness. And yeah, yes, yeah. it's not Milo and Otis. <laughs> it's, it's, oh, Milo and Otis real, is bullshit. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, they'd have been eaten by a wolf or a coyote in minutes. But, well, but no. yeah, yeah, that's. I mean. Well, thank you guys for the. Yes. You, you guys drank this whole bottle of whiskey, by the way. Oh, not uh, quite. Almost a little more than half. I had to slow down. Last time we finished a bottle with Sean and I. Well, that's that's a family I, record, right I there. I have two Still. kids. I can't get that buzzed. <laughs> I say buzzed. Dude, you got nowhere to go tonight, though. Like, yeah, but I got me kids and Mikey to have to drive to, home. Man. Yeah, man. No, that's what you have a wife for. Ah. <laughs> Oh, that's that, worse than that, the cat's wife, that, that we'll have to edit out. <laughs> well, no, well, Chelsea could take it up with me, but my wife would understand. 
Hey, no, it's not it's Chelsea I'm worried about. It's JR. Honestly, it's a, it's a mix. JR might start the, <laughs> so, the hashtag cancel family records. <laughs> so so is, is, is JR, JR like, like the, uh, uh, out of all of your kids, so so all of you guys that were growing up, so you and Clayton and Sam and, and Mikey and, and JR, um, who else am I missing here? All right, well, I you mean, had, so we're shouting everybody have, out. You there did have a Sean, great group of friends, by the way. You uh, did, you really did. A good James, group of kids. Carlos, yep. Alex, uh, Bill. Yep. Well, we don't. Got, he was Corbin. the Patriots fan, though, right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, let's not name yeah. him. So <laughs> Corbin, Corbin. All right. Yeah. I think I shouted everybody out. Yeah. You're welcome. But Jr. is probably <laughs> the coolest out of all of them. That makes sense. Yeah. I believe that. Yeah. Yeah. I, He's certainly the most supportive because he's the only one I know of who's listened to all the episodes. Nice. Ahem. <laughs> it's okay. My friends don't listen. Even the one that's on here all the time. <laughs> yeah, Mikey, I listen to all your bronies episodes. I don't listen to all my bronies episodes. <laughs> well, you don't have to. You record the episodes. <laughs> I, I have to ask. I know we need to start wrapping up here soon, but I just realized before we leave, I have to ask you one specific question, Eric. All right. And this is one that Blake asked my mom, so I figured we had. I have to throw it back at at you for him. When Blake was growing up, was there ever anything he got into, like really into, or that he did that you found super embarrassing, but you still kind of supported See, him? Unlike Mary Joe, he's <laughs> not going to hesitate to throw me under the bus for something. Exactly. That's why I had uh, to ask. You know. You know. This is this is tough. I I I we we never even introduced you to Barney. Um, we I was didn't Barney introduce kid. you to. We didn't introduce you to Teletubbies. Well, what uh, about like as an, even as a teenager? As a teenager, that he, or a middle schooler, schools when you're doing all that's the, weird the awkward shit. stuff. Was he ever into a band? You were like, what the hell? Was he into like corn or Limp Biscuit? <laughs> why, why do you laugh? <laughs> what's wrong with Limp Biscuit? No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Uh, no, he, he, uh, close to home, Mikey. So you can take the cookie. Man, I'm trying to think. No, I think he's more and more. It's more embarrassing. I think as a grown up, uh, being a millennial that's that that's that's trying to make a living doing podcasting <laughs> and and uh, and comedy. I think I think that's the most embarrassing thing to tell people that my son thinks he's a comedian and a podcaster. You know, my son my son went to college and he's for hanging accounting, out, yeah, and he's hanging now out. He's doing this. He's hanging out with uh, Matthew and Mikey. Um, this is pretty embarrassing. Oh, and yet you still nobody, came on the show. Good hey, thing hey, nobody's hey. listening. Hey, uh, I, am yeah. three, I am three degrees hey. removed from Kevin Bacon, goddammit. That's not true. <laughs> that, is, that is right. For some reason, we have listeners. <laughs> we just recently found out. Yeah, he's drinking whiskey <laughs> on Friday nights and doing podcasting. What the hell else are Friday nights for? <laughs> <I'm sorry. laughs> Eric, Paul, were you not drinking whiskey on Friday nights when you were his age? Uh, yeah, but again, it was, it was more like, uh, you know, it was like, Clang, give me another one. It was uh, <laughs> it was a different kind of whiskey. Jack drink. Daniels. Yeah. yeah, we passed the bottle around. Okay, uh, I have a, I have a question for you, real quick. Yeah. Um, do you have a favorite child? <laughs> well, I do, but I'm not going to say because I don't want to uh, make Blake mad. <laughs> <laughs> So, so no, I knew so you were going to say I, that. I that is like your go-to answer like, whenever. You so <laughs> there's no way I would say uh, I, I would say that. Uh, but you know, 
the, the good news is that we know your mom's answer. That reminds oh, me. Oh yeah, so, absolutely. So to rush through some of the other cool stuff though with this family. So uh, uh, as far as I was concerned, coming from a small a small family, being part of the Rodolfi family, Rodolfi Bichetti family, right? There was always. I did have a lot of fun with Mike and my my two brother in laws, Mike and Manuel. Mm. Uh, always very competitive. Always playing a lot of games. It was uh, lots of nephews and nieces and and like Mike and I remember at the cabin when we got air hockey, Mike and I would be up late at night. And when we played air hockey, it was like, we we broke stuff. I mean, it was like ping pong too. Our knuckles were bloody from swinging at the thing in the middle of the table (laughs) and, and and, yeah, ping pong. So (laughs) it was a lot of fun, but it was a lot of fun with all you kids. And, uh, uh, so yeah, the Bichetti's, uh, Hopefully one day you're able to get all of those guys on. Hell yeah, uh, Uncle Robert. So there's a lot of great stuff. There's a lot of good bar tricks, a lot of a lot of uh, uh, good stuff. But but yeah, being part of a big family, there is definitely um, definitely a lot of good times with with this big. And of a you family. you had no problem having a good time, even though even though they nope. didn't know anything about ranching. No. Okay. <laughs> Not a thing. Not a thing. But another cool thing, so even Audrey, she's playing softball, and, and she finds out one of the – she's a sophomore, one of the seniors on the team uh, that, that Audrey looks up to, the great player. Her um, her uncle happens to be uh, Mike Balzarini, who is a um, Rodolfi – Cousin, so it's Anthony huh. Anna's grandson. Oh, oh well, that's, okay. so that's it's, Aunt it's, Dolly's it's cousin, husband, right? Yeah, cousin Dolly's cousin Dolly's son is is Mike. So she has. Uh, um, so it's just kind of interesting. It's like a small world. So here's this girl on Andre's team. Man, that, our family's that too has big. A, that has a yeah. So it was really starting cool. to look like See, a crowd cool. of cats. See, being such a big it's family, I, <laughs> big family. I can't fun. believe I. I think it was. Uh, it was actually cousin Janet, who I didn't meet until I was. 18 and moved to Billings, Montana, who had Janet Rodolfi? No, no, uh, no, no. Bonamini. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, but it's she had this name. story. She could do have a Janet Rodolfi. Yeah, no, I love well, Janet. I love but, Oh, yeah, we do. But, yeah, you do. So um, we, you know Janet. We painted for yeah, her. There's a lot of common first names in our family. Yeah, now apparently. that I think about it, there's multiple Dans. There's multiple Janets. There's, I feel the like weird, there's more than one Brian. There's multiple Bacchettis. Uh, Remember at the family reunion, we oh, found out at one point in our history, well, a Bacchetti oh, married dude, a Bacchetti. Our, and they our, weren't related. Our well, great grandparents on the Bikini side. That's your great grandparents. <laughs> yeah. And when people want to say they're from a small mountain village, well, Michelle, hey, Michelle that's used a good to always. Point. I used to always tease Michelle like, "Hey, it's kind of like Alabama. Hey, <laughs> hey, you guys are kind of the same thing." I'm like she, she's like, "Well, no, Eric, they're, they're not related." I said, "Really? It's well, a town on. of a hundred people. Uh, they both have the last name of Bikini." Uh, you know, hold on. Okay. Well, that was actually yeah, one year. One year when that, we had the uh, that village is common. One year when we had the Australian family out, uh, we ended up learning this story about how the segment of the family that split off and went to Australia uh, at some point, two first cousins got together. Okay, and of course you remember Debbie, right? This is getting awkward. You're not hitting on me, are no. you? No. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. No, no. We, we we've already we've already established on this show that well, it's Debbie the was cousins part that's weird yeah. here in California. But um, no, but yeah, Nancy's friend Debbie came out and she hears this story for the first time and goes, "Just it's a wonder you guys all don't have two heads." <laughs> she didn't uh, say, say it in your Australian accent. Yeah, give us the Aussie accent. 
It's a wonder you don't have two heads. <laughs> I love the Australian accent. My, have you seen my Australian accent is almost as bad as Mikey's. Have you seen this TikTok? Is the Australian accent guy? No. No, he does like uh, what's it? he'll do one where it's like this is uh, this is me if I was Australian and I went to a job interview but I forgot my portfolio and it's like all right welcome to the interview like oh no oh no. I forgot my portfolio. <laughs> oh no! Oh no! No portfolio. My portfolio. <laughs> so dumb. Uh, hey, you guys got to quit uh, making fun of the Australians if you want your podcast to take off over there. Yeah. Hey, you know what? Shout out to Nancy. Yeah, let's get a and, listen. And, How about and, Nancy and, and, and Daniel and Daniel? Right. So there's gotta, a third Daniel get, in the family right yeah, there. Got to get a shout out out there. We've got so. the Dan who was on the Mars Rover project. We've got the Dan in Australia. Well, that's a big and, difference. Can you yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, hey, I mean. One of them's uh, a scientist. Well, hold on, hold on. The hold other on. one's Australian. Hey, hey, Mars, <laughs> Australia, kind of the same thing, right? Oh, shots fired. <laughs> hey, you know what? I hold the family record for the most Australian hats. I'm allowed <laughs> to make these to jokes. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, so. I hope people I, start sending just, me Australian just hats. Just for you. <laughs> well, take your record. For the record, no, for the no, record no, Australian. Send me Australian hats. <laughs> what, what would right, be... Hashtag Blake versus Matt. For the record, we like Bluey. We like uh, Mr. Sunday Movies. We like what Australian was Charlie shit. And Lola. I like, cool. I like Which Crocodile Hunter. Charlie and Lola. Yeah. Charlie and Lola. That, That's when Nancy that, came up. Was, was that in English or Australian? Charlie and Lola. That might have been English. I don't know. All I remember is Charlie bit my finger. I know that was. I remember Nancy saying it for us, like when you were a kid. She, we were like, "Hey, can you just say? Can you just say uh, Charlie and Lola?" Could you imagine the amount of trouble we'd get in now if we asked somebody that? (laughs) But no, what? what, At one point, it was like, "Oh yeah, you say that, or yeah, we'll say that if you say something American." (laughs) What, What would be if you guys could come up with a family record? What family record would you like to see somebody have? Uh, like to come I mean, up with yeah so, so what would That's... be something you would want to at the next family reunion what would you like to announce as a family record or would it be uh, a family record for giving matt the most money <laughs> yeah that would be a good, that would one. Be a good one uh, oh, that's a good question. asshole at the family reunion. Uh, um, that is a good would, question what would, be, uh, what would be something that we need to like set the young kids up for like, hmm. is there a new one that, that hasn't been touched that, that would be a new topic? Most dabs. Uh, we actually have somewhere in, somewhere saved in our notes a few family records that have yet to be added to the book, don't we? Yeah, we have some of those. We're starting well, to get like, them on the... Like, like, we've got Cousin Trent has the family record for most grapes in his mouth at one time, yeah, right? He did get a lot of grapes <laughs> in his mouth. Uh, yeah, I don't How know. How many grapes? Like, you uh, might oh, have, a, you I might have, have the family record for, what about, like, uh, like friends that everybody in the family knows of? I do have quite a few of those, you and remember, JR like, if, is if now you, added to the list. Right, but oh, do you remember? I just have So, yeah. if you asked anybody, if you asked Matthew well, before, and Sarah and Sammy it, and Mike just remember about a are, birthday party. We don't have a ton of consent from people, right, so right. we're just going to okay, do first right, names. Right. But... Uh, <laughs> Everybody in the family for years knew about your friend Alex. Yeah, <laughs> and when uh, you different Alex than the Alex I shouted yeah. out earlier. By yeah. the way, yeah, the, he was the nose picker. Yep. Yeah, yeah, that was a that was a good. So, <laughs> who has the most friends that everybody in the family knows something about? I don't know. There's 
that might be me. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. Sarah's brought a lot of friends around too, though. Yeah. Like we we still like Joey has an open invitation to any family gathering. Yeah, is that the guy sure. that steals Joey spoons. Joey? Is that the I guy that, that steals spoons Joey. from yeah. restaurants? No, he, not just spoons. He was stealing like dipping cups. Yeah. Sarah brought Joey up around. He I was remember, hanging out a bunch for a little while. I remember we took Everyone him. Everyone loves Joey. We took him somewhere downtown, and they had brought out, like, whatever he ordered had ranch with it. He was like, quick, Sarah, put this in your purse. <laughs> <laughs> like, Is that just a Vista thing to do? <laughs> Apparently. It's, I think he lives somewhere here in Northern California now. I believe so. Up, like, Humboldt area, if I'm I not I want to say he's close yeah. to Tatum. Yeah, oh yeah, almost like the Oregon like Sarah, board. You know Sarah yeah. was going to visit him up there or something. You know yeah. what? She visited Taylor. Joey has an open invitation to be on the podcast. Hell I yeah. fucking love Joey. <laughs> Should just reach out to him. Why the hell not? He'd be like, I'll come down. I sure. think we're still Facebook friends. <laughs> Facebook, that's still a thing? Apparently. I, I don't know. <laughs> I have I a mean, MySpace. I, yeah, I never <laughs> moved away from MySpace, so. <laughs> well, anyways... That was fun. There was very fun, guys. Yeah, yeah, of course. We've got one last thing that we do on the show here before we leave, and that is the interesting archives, which you know a little bit about because you submitted the very first interesting archive. Oh I yeah, did. I the, didn't uh, even know I did that. Yeah. yeah, very impressive. Yeah, the John D. Rockefeller. Oh. Um. Yeah, so this is gonna. I'm gonna vamp for a little bit. I have a whole list of interesting archives, and I'm still picking the one that uh, we're gonna do tonight. Okay. Um, there was something else I was All right, you know what? You know what? Since we were talking about feral cats, okay. I'm going to go with this one. While in power, Pope Gregory the Ninth declared that cats were to be associated with devil worship and had them exterminated. Agreed. Some <laughs> some now. believe some believe that the disappearance of those cats helped rats spread the bubonic plague oh, wow. that killed millions of people in the 1300. Disagree. So in the <laughs> other words, to to reference the Netflix documentary, don't fuck with cats. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Respect. I didn't know that about respect cats. cats. Yes. Yeah. yeah, no, no. It's it's so the Catholic Church's fault that we <laughs> yeah, had the right. Black Plague. <laughs> We are, yeah, the company that is named after a cat is taking a hard stance against Pope Gregory the Ninth. <laughs> cat hater. What did he know? <laughs> I don't know. He's no Oliver Cromwell, but that's a pretty shitty thing to do. <laughs> Mikey's favorite archive. Oh, yeah, you didn't listen to the episode Fuck where we Oliver talked about Arvo Cromwell. Cromwell. Wow, that's, you, you guys are stretching it here. So <laughs> I'll have to listen to that one. What episode was Which that? Which was on? that? Was that no? That was not with my No, Lord. actually, that was that was the, the Mary episode. Joe episode. Yeah, yeah. Right. Jr. would have remembered. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, you know, we if you keep building him up, he might come on the show. Well, that, we want to have him on the show. But I, mean, I almost don't want to yet. He's got to be built up more. No, yeah, no, yeah, he, needs, yeah. he needs more build up. I want him well, to continue to be this thing in my head. Because I, I don't think I've ever met JR. At some point, Mike Rodolfi <laughs> and JR yeah, yeah. are going to be like just absolute legends on the show. We're going to be like, all right, Mike, levels. All right, Mike, <laughs> levels. Okay, Mike, can you talk into the mic? A little <laughs> levels. 
Because he's just going to talk yeah. like this. We should, JR's going to have the opposite problem. We're going to have to constantly turn him down. We should just only <laughs> ever have well, a picture of JR because you can't disappoint We should. Picture. We should have a picture of JR in the studio. We get a JR, I know you're listening to this, buddy. Text me a headshot. <laughs> just going to have an... <laughs> With your face. We'll get a painting made, like one of those portraits out of a picture. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Dude, so many people do that now. I'm sure we could get it for cheap. Yeah, yeah, sure. But, I mean, we're going to spend top dollar on JR because he's our only listener that we actually know about. <laughs> JR is worth the investment. <laughs> that's the thing. All right, y'all. We should really wrap it up. We've been All going right. for a little long today, but uh, that was a lot of fun. Thanks for joining us, Eric. Oh, it was a lot of fun. Um, we'll do some quick plugs before we go. Uh, do you want to plug anything? I mean, uh, you'll probably, do you want people to follow you on your MySpace? <laughs> <laughs> if not, you could always I give ha, a recommendation. Up, I ha, something I have not updated my MySpace in a while. Who's in your top um, eight? My top eight? <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't even know what that is. MySpace. <laughs> I have been TikToking now, lately, though. Now, I've been watching the with, TikTok. You're friends on MySpace with Tom, at least, right? Uh, Tom who? Yes. Tom. The, the guy one who's friend. friends with everybody on MySpace. He's the guy who founded the company. Eric should say yes. Yeah. Yes. 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 He's Tom friends I. with Tom. Close. Close. <laughs> <laughs> no, but yeah, if you don't want to plug a social media, you can always, anything you've been watching. I would actually just make sure that everybody's watching Fat Tango because that is a really cool website. You're just it's tired of being Tango embarrassed productions. by your son. Like I would like my son to finally make some money because it's getting quite embarrassing. He needs these to do something with his life. Yeah, these millennials really stink. Uh, uh, Gen X, it's our fault for producing these people. Um, so, we, you know, it's not too late to step in and make them to make fair, something of themselves. To be fair, at least half of the millennials are the boomers' fault. Let's, so. let's, kick, them at, let's kick the millennials out of our houses and our basements uh, make him get jobs um, and start working for a living that's what I'm plugging hey, hey this is work no this, this, is, is, this is a hey, lot of I'm sweating are you sweating no, no. I'm a little warm in here this is, it's a lot yeah. of work for not work alright Mikey what do you got to plug Um, I want to plug Ford to Tango and uh, at Fat Tango Productions on Instagram and at Fat Tango Podcast on Twitter. Blake, you want to go? You want me to go? All right. Uh, I'll go. go. Uh, I'm going to plug uh, my Twitter at Blake Sweet Comic. Uh, and I do sometimes use TikTok at BSBS Comedy. Although I should probably stop saying sometimes I haven't posted in like two months. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and you know what? I'm also going to plug Ford to Tango because I am the host of the next episode. We are playing a movie mashup game. We're going to see if it's any fun. Yeah, I'm excited. It sounds very bizarre. I'm really excited. You yeah, can't explain yeah. it. You well, he, he I, showed, did, I showed you Lord the example. Of, the example was uh, Lord. It was Lord. So of the, this was like you guys are going to have to guess the title of the mashup. Okay. Uh, but the movies being mashed up share a word in common. So the example I gave Mikey was I came up with Lord of the Rings. The Return of the King Arthur, Legend of the Sword in the Stone. Yeah. Which is three movies, but yeah. Uh, I've had too much to drink yeah. for that. Right he is a nerd. Yeah. That's a lot. That's Basically, a nerdy thing to do. I just I watched, by I the way, I just watched Legend of the Storm. Again, one more that thing that I'm embarrassed. Sick. Yeah. Going, back, going, going back to the question of what my son did to embarrass me, he just did it. Eric, do you uh, not like Guy Ritchie films? 
I don't know who that is. Have that's, you seen Snatch? Snatch? You're embarrassing Snatch, me now. Snatch. Snatch with the pikeys. And oh, the, yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, like yeah that. that's Guy Ritchie. He just made a King Arthur movie, and it's fucking sick. Are they pikeys? And, and it's, with um, the, it's with the guy yeah, from Sons enough. of Anarchy. <laughs> <laughs> it's with Charlie Hunnam. The guy Charlie Hunnam. I like yeah. Charlie yeah. Hunnam. Yeah, that's, that sounds good. All right, yeah. I'll check that out. Yeah. Um, right on. But yeah, and then I also like to plug the show I do with Michael Lannon. Uh, they might be bronies. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm only doing this because Mikey, you asshole, you stole Matt's plug on They Might Be Bronies. Yeah, I did that. I had a lot of fun with that, too. Should tell me y'all met up. <laughs> yeah, pretty messed yeah, up. Yeah, because I listen to your show. Yeah. Right, I'll, I'll start listening to the, end of the show. <laughs> I mean, you're on half the episodes. You should be listening. Yeah. <laughs> that it? Yeah, go all ahead. Right. Okay. It's all you. All right, well, you can follow me on Twitter at Matt Rodolfi. I am also on TikTok at Matt Tango. I don't post as much as I used to, but I'm you know, <laughs> getting old, and the podcast is starting to make some headway. So Yeah, we actually uh, have listeners on yeah, all our podcasts. Yeah, we have listeners on all our shows. It's cool. Uh, I am also, uh, as Blake kind of led to, I do They Might Be Bronies with Michael Landon, where we watch every episode of My Little Pony to find out if we might Wait, be bronies. when have you been on They Might Be Bronies? Uh, I've been that's running the boards, man. <laughs> that's my Okay, that's podcast. one thing. That now now that, that there's one more thing that I am embarrassed about, my nephew, Matthew, uh, for doing <laughs> Uh, <laughs> I really I, I attributed to I, I, um, really a lot of trauma now. at my yeah. young age. Hey, to seeing be fair, severed fingers and such. Yeah, <laughs> and being tricked into thinking that there were twin brothers. And man, if only I just played with bees in an abandoned house, it'd be so much hardier. <laughs> uh, uh, let's yeah, let, let, let's do something this weekend, Matthew. <laughs> I think that's it. Yeah. That's, well, uh, hold on, hold on. None of us have plugged the main show. What show? Oh, can I do it? Okay, Mikey, you go ahead and plug the main show. Check out Fat Tango Presents, the show where we do a scripted audio comedy show. Mm. It's so much fun. All right. Oh, wait, wait, wait. I just remembered a plug. What's up? Check out Fat Tango Presents, the show where we do scripted comedy. <laughs> we will be... Well, by the time this comes out, we will have dropped... Yeah, we will have dropped the next one, right? We will have dropped Pillow, Pillow Talk. Talk. Yeah. Yeah. Check it out. It'll be our first... Not in front of a live studio audience. <laughs> kind no, of well, we recorded well, it in front of a, yeah, live, in studio front of a live audience. That's right. Yeah, that's definitely really a real live <laughs> studio audience in the, the yeah. in the episode. That we didn't get to, add for that, it. Yeah. to the fucking <laughs> definitely <laughs> recorded in front of a live oh, studio oh, audience. Of course. <laughs> All right, y'all. Well, thanks for joining us for another episode of Family Records, and thanks again for joining us, Eric. That yeah, was a lot of fun. Thank you so much. This was a great episode. That was a lot of fun. All right, Mish next. <laughs> do you want Mish next? We yeah. can do Mish next. That's yeah, an Mish easy on one. See, yeah, then we'll know who's the favorite <laughs> favorite kid over there. That was an easy one. I, I heard nothing about, about you while you were gone. Uh, anyways, thanks again for joining us, everyone. Uh, once again, from here at Family Records, I'm Matt. I'm Blake. Blake, and uh, we'll see you next time. All right. Cool. Peace. Bye. Bye. This has been a Fat Tango production.